on this episode. It's a yeah. traditional aristocratic yeah. marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you try to marry your cousin for the family, but you can like have yeah. girls that are secretaries. Yep. Yeah. Little right. little known never, fact. FDR never faxed fucked. anything. All right. Yeah, he yeah, did. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Polio yeah. did not slow him down. Not at all. Yeah. Not, yeah. A, not no. <laughs> now, however, you also <laughs> gotta you also gotta fun. consider that's all I'm saying. It's just five dudes talking about a dude who has polio having sex. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and these are my co-hosts, Juan Smith, and... I'm blown away. This is the first time you didn't have something shitty to say to me at the beginning. Your week must have been that busy. You didn't have some time to come up with an insult. It actually was very busy, yeah. And, yeah, I was working... I'm Adam Radliff. Yes, And Mark can go fuck himself. (laughs) Eat dicks, Adam. And today we this also guy gets have... one girlfriend, and all of a sudden he came in write clever quips. But you know, Adam, I took it like a man. I didn't even mention it. Just let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> and also on to the show today, we have special guest uh, comedians and podcast hosts of the podcast Hard Fried History, Joshua Stokes and Henry Price. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey. Thank you for having us. Yeah, guys. thanks. Of course, bro. Yeah. I just Check. love to see that Adam gets shit on. Yeah, <laughs> just where, wherever he goes, you yeah, know, you know there's, he you can't know. can't escape the shitting. A lot of yeah. people talk about coronavirus. I was changing things. I like to see that everything stays the same. Exactly, comforting. That's right. That's an element of the continuity. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was I, gonna I, say, listen to their podcast. It's great, but I changed my anymore. mind. We'll take no, we'll just, take out anything <laughs> nice they say. Just out dash that. Okay, cool. Right on. That's fine. I don't know if you know our podcast, but we're not really in it for listeners. Clearly, no. 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 What makes you think we're in it for listening? I was gonna say we're sweet competition. Then (laughs) we're doing it. We're doing it just to just to just to hold over people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So have y'all like made any episodes that you're proud of yet? Um. Yeah. Yeah. This was an episode. Henry, you want to go first? Uh, What What are you proud of? Yeah, like, I mean, like the number one. If you're telling somebody if you're going to try it for the first time, check out this episode. Which one? Hmm. There's a couple that I really like. I think our first, <clears throat> sorry, our first good episode I think was the Black Plague episode, and we did it. I got the idea for it back in March because it was right around when the coronavirus was getting bad, and I figured like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna want to do one on the Black Plague because people are gonna want to know about a time where this has happened before. Yeah, and so and it just it just went well, and then it's I think I think it's been up from there. Okay, nah, cool. well, that's just I'll say the that. One that I'll put that, that out there. Love. That's one that you love, <laughs> but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean I would go if I had to. I would go with our our episode on Asada Shakur. Uh, yeah, she is. Uh, it's our most listened to episode. It's about uh, a black female Black Panther mm-hmm. who. Um, May have murdered a police officer, been part of murdering a police officer. Uh, she's still on the FBI's 10 top most wanted terrorist list, um, but she lives in Cuba now. She escaped yep. federal prison uh, to oh, get wow. to Cuba. So, interesting, interesting story. Yeah. So, I you know where she is? 
Yeah, Let's get that knows, FBI yeah. money. Everybody, everybody knows where she is. <laughs> what, are we about to extract a person of interest from Cuba? <laughs> yes. You really want to open that can of worms, huh? You really want to fuck with Castro, huh? What could possibly go wrong and get your head exploded a couple of months later? Who knows? <laughs> I'm not saying those two are related. Of course not. It's, it's so nice to see someone with hair. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's look, don't put that omen on me. It's going to go away. You said that. <laughs> oh, no, actually, I like, can't see that's you. That's how it happens, dude. You know, they say some people look good bald. I cannot imagine Josh looking good bald. Adam's just oh, better no, because it's, he it's doesn't. It's going to be insane. I have too much face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change my personality. It's going to be a lot. I'm going to become very stern. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. stern, very, very, very African American <laughs> on Sundays. Very, just after church all the time. Yeah, uh, always coming from church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. okay, let's get into these lists, and we're gonna do this. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. gonna, gonna hard fried <laughs> podcast. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do this snake draft style. I don't know if you guys have heard the way we do it before, but we're going to do it snake draft style, so like fantasy football. So I'll start it, then Adam, then Juan, then Josh, then Henry, and then Henry will pick another one, and we'll just go back. So it'll just mm-hmm. be like back and forth. And oh, we'll, okay. Serpentine right. draft. Are we yeah. doing our, our favorites first or our least favorites we're first? We're doing the top first. Yeah. And, right. and so like it doesn't have to be um, – like in any particular order, this one. But I mean, for me, I'm just going to go with like the most prevalent uh, person in my mind, the top person. I think uh, that would be Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And okay. they, uh, my man, sounds familiar. I, sounds all familiar. right. Yeah. For cool. me, it's I picked him because like if he had he led the country through like the Great Depression, got the country out of the Great Depression, kind of started working towards that, and then got the country most of the way through like World War II, which was a very pivotal time in world history. And it really makes, like, I've sat back and, you know, researched his life just because he's a fascinating historical character and he's the only president to yeah. serve four terms. And just a yeah. very unique person. And a very. If you're any president that somebody has to write an amendment around just right. so you don't get into power again, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. you, Wait, you whoa, clearly whoa. did what you were supposed to do. You know, you, you made some enough enemies that they were like, yeah. He, of all times to stay say something office, like that, you, you know? don't think that's possible here in the next couple of months? <laughs> I mean, maybe. maybe yeah, we'll I, don't, yeah. I don't think that should be the criteria. This is a four-term president, not, 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 not a hopeful one-termer. I don't yeah. know, man. That's a good point, though. This is, this is like a preemptive amendment, not a reactionary amendment, I guess right. is what I'm trying yeah. to say. You know, Not like, a, oh, shit, we better, <laughs> better do something about this. You know, yeah. right. I've always just had a lot of respect for him because I can't imagine the stress he had to go through. Going dealing with the Great Depression, carrying all that burden, and then World War II happens, and there was some pretty bleak time. Then he didn't even get to, you know, he passed away before the war ended, so yeah, he had no idea how the war was going to end. It's just, do you think he would have dropped the bomb? Man, I've had that conversation before, and I I honestly don't know. I don't think he would have, but I mean, there's no way to know for sure because he he he's the one that got the project started. Yeah. True, but it wasn't like it wasn't. I uh, weren't a bunch of them like already like reciting letters like no, we shouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah. like we yeah. we fucked up. Um, but I mean, yeah. he is known for making some questionable decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely. Did I mean, nobody fucking marry his cousin. <laughs> well, that's fact. Yeah, you know I mean, that's that that's that whole like. But he had like side pieces. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's that's a, the excuse. A, yeah, it's a yeah. traditional aristocratic yeah. marriage. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like. 
you try to marry your cousin for the family, but you can like have yeah. girls that are secretaries. Yep. Yeah. Little right. little known Never, fact. FDR never faxed fucked. anything. Right. Yeah, he yeah, did. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. polio yeah. did not slow him down. Not at all. Yeah. Not, yeah. A, not no. <laughs> now, however, you also <laughs> got you also got to consider. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just five dudes talking about a dude who has polio <laughs> having sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're crushing the ratings. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Top of mind, all that nobility <laughs> and good shit about him. Yeah. How about that polo sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, Adam, what's your first uh, top historical figure? I'm going with Augustus Caesar, Octavian, mm-hmm. first Roman emperor. For 200 years, Pax Romana. He, had, he set up Rome to be like the world superpower for 200 years. And they had a lot of shitty emperors after him. And it was able to survive Tiberius, Caligula, uh, Nero, all of them. Because he set it up so freaking perfect. This guy was like the master strategist. He outdid Mark Antony, Cleopatra. Uh, he actually did some really good things for the little people too. Uh, he got rid of that tax farming to where people would buy up plots and then try to see how much taxes they could suck out of the population. He created fire departments, postal offices. Also did a lot of like uh, religious reforms. So, uh, you know, Roman's not known for their religious tolerance, but right. he was like, that doesn't matter to me. And he was big on, uh, what's the word for it, where it's like the best man for the job versus just the most aristocratic person for the job. Meritocracy. Mer- Meritocracy. Meritocracy. Yeah. yeah, so he was big so, on yeah. that. Yeah. But, and, mm. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, was the was the Senate still in function at this time? Like when he was, were, were they kind of just like a place? It was a puppet. So yeah, he was smart. That's how smart he was. He was like, you know what? I want to be an emperor, but I don't want to get Caesared and stabbed to death. So I'm going to say, oh, we're giving the power back. I resign. But he's like, he still ran all that shit. This just sounds like uh, like China now. <laughs> yeah. like, True. Like when yeah. you have like a tech, like a guy who kind of leads and he put, inputs a bunch of technocratic people to like mm-hmm. do specific things and it works. Yeah. Well, if you have somebody, <laughs> if you have somebody whose intentions are actually good, because yeah. he was like the richest person, one of the richest people in history, but he gave like, tons of his money away because he just wanted yeah. Rome to be badass. Goddamn like, yeah. socialist. Yeah. yeah socialist. Redistributing yeah. all that wealth, yeah. filthy, yeah, we like oh, he, bastard. He did, he did right. like, um, what's it, seize a ton of land yeah. from uh, former former nobles and to give to his army because he had promised it to him. Um, mm. But he was really big on morality. Like, he had morality laws. Some say he overstepped. Like, it was, yeah. like... You be put to death for adultery, so. But weren't they always just all? They were all like fucking kids. No, well, like, no that's not during, like, that was Rome that, that like, was kind of a taboo for him, like his time. I thought that was the Greeks. That was the, that Greeks. Was the Greeks. I've heard but more about Greeks. Tiberius also very big on then. kid fucking. Okay. Until like all fifty right. years ago, who comes I, right after? Everybody was fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or. Oh, no, no, okay. Yeah. He, he also right. has uh, well, one of the best so quotes the of all time. Kid fucking. How do you guys know this shit? <laughs> no, yeah, no. They've uh, look uh, History Channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah used to do history. Any amount of research stars. at all. Yeah, you get into some weird <laughs> all shit. outside of research. Yeah. All paths of research lead to yeah. child rape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Unfortunately, be, uh, skip over that passage. Porn's yeah. taking over everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a quote from each of my people, and my favorite Augustus oh, quote. It's rumored to say he said it on his deathbed, but I don't think that's true. You're gonna show us all up, big dog. Oh, yeah, come on, what are you like, doing, we didn't babe. do quotes. All right. All right. I can he look said, up some uh, right now, you know? I found Rome a city of bricks and left it a city of marble. I'm like, that's fucking badass. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, that is badass. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Think, I don't think it was marble, all of it. No. <laughs> no, because it burned down like every 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's my number one pick. Good number okay. one pick. Right. And if I had known you were going to get quotes, I would have got quotes for all mine. But I'm pretty sure. No, this was on purpose to shit on everyone on this I'm pretty yeah, sure FDR's kind of most famous it. quote was, fuck Adam Radleff. Mm. So. That sounds about right. <laughs> so I, he's what? not even my favorite Roosevelt, but we're going to move past this. <laughs> Is it Teddy? Yeah. Teddy, yeah. Wow. Teddy was. Te- it was a tie between uh, him and Teddy. Mm. Dude, uh, Teddy got, was good. The guy got shot and <laughs> kept doing his speech. Yeah. The, you know, it doesn't change the fact that they were both filthy imperialists. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> imperialists. Yeah, they were imperialists. Why do we own the Philippines? Yeah. Like, like, why, do, why are we there? Why are we there? All right. Yeah. No. Uh, so, Juan, okay. who's your top? Gandhi. Well, okay. Interesting choice. Here, right. Here's why I know how it ended, but. One I think the most important things about particularly men to understand is control. Mm-hmm. And he mastered that. Mm. Mastered it. And also the idea that, of course, violence always breeds violence. It's completely true. And to have the humility that he had is just, to me, something that that's what made him Gandhi. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I have a lot of respect for that type of control. And morality, it's not necessarily like Christian morality, it's human morality. And so that was really inspiring to me, so that's why I put him at number one. Uh, you got a heck of a lot deeper than I expected you to. I'm yeah, this is man. coming out the gate. Uh, surprising. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Who Josh, wrote this no. list for you? Yeah. No. <laughs> we want the truth. <laughs> well, there's some other pictures. Which one of your kids with, wrote this? We'll get to those. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, who's your number one? <laughs> uh, let me look at my list. My number one is going to be Thomas Sankara. Okay. Um, he's the was the leader of Burkina Faso. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of uh, took over Burkina Faso in like a coup. Um, but like in like within like what like three years went from a country that was like on the edge of like famine to like having full food sustainability where they could grow their own food um was big on educating people was big on like uh on a he was also like 20 he was also like only this yeah like young young as fuck young. i think he died when he was 34 or something and doing all this stuff was uh very big on education very big on women working women's rights all these things this is happening in the 1980s yeah uh, burkina faso is like north of the ivory coast um and then he uh he ends up uh, getting assa- assassinated and cooed himself mm-hmm. by the French, um, the Ivory Coast part of mm-hmm. them. You uh, had an episode well, about uh, this guy, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, by his own, his friend, uh, Blaise Campare. Who, spoiler like, alert like, if you're listening to the lieutenant. episode. Yeah. It's, he's yeah, dead. But, so I mean, there's really no spoiler <laughs> to death. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just like that he was, he was somebody who kind of. Uh, stood on his principles and stood on, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, stood up to like colonial powers. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah, extremely admirable person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
He's so. actually got a great quote that I want to share with you guys. No, I'm you kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You research our own people I would for it. Pull quotes for everybody, shit. right? I would flip shit right now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought about doing it, though. I, I typed it up. I was like, nah, that's just a little too mean. <laughs> so, um, Henry is your number one. I guess I'll go as a as a uh, re, 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 retort to uh-huh. Adam. I'm going yeah. to go Cleopatra. Oh, it's like that? You're going to come on Cleopatra podcast? Cleopatra the like seventh. That? All right. Came Throw some respect on Cleopatra the seventh's name. Okay. Really? Yeah. She was she was cool. Yeah, I liked her because I feel I, a I just love like Egypt and I love reading about her world and I just think that she was one of the most badass women of her time mm-hmm. and none of these little dick Roman men knew how to behave themselves around her, which is why mm-hmm. she threw such a giant wrench into the world as it were at the, at that time. Mm-hmm. Let the record show Mark, a picked, Mark picked a cousin <laughs> fucker. Henry picked a brother fucker uh-huh. from a long yeah. line of brother fuckers. Long line of brother fuckers. Yes, this <laughs> no. is true. Yes. It's the, uh, it's the, yeah. But she also spoke eight languages. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they cancel each other out, but uh, yeah, she, I just <laughs> no, think she, she's was, she was you know? a badass. Did, did a lot of great stuff for her own yeah. country. She mm-hmm. seemed to have oh, their best interest in heart in yeah. most cases, and they were. They in the, the, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, sorry, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I was like, and that she did all that, all having to think. Okay, what is the biggest superpower of our day going to try to do to fuck us over and steal all yeah. the shit? So right. she had to keep that in mind and not like that's a crazy hard uh, tightrope to walk and yeah. she did it for longer than you would think no like if you don't if you only have a casual understanding of how long she was around and what all she did like no, she was around for a minute and she yeah. ruled with all the big the big people of the day the and dogs, was able to yeah. basically woo two of the most powerful people mm-hmm. in history mm-hmm. Until it's my boy weird. Augustus comes in there he's like no, no you see because Augustus <laughs> didn't know what he could have done they could have ruled not jointly, but if you had, why would he want power, to? I'm, 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 I'm with Mark Antony. If Mark Antony had taken Caesar, and all of a sudden you've got this broad unification of Alexandria and Rome proper, you've gotten, you've doubled the holdings. And yeah. if you look at what Augustus built, yeah, Augustus, Augustus definitely did build up Rome. But Cleopatra ruled over something that was already built. Yes, right. she inherited it, but she already had it. She was already there. Rome was trying to catch up to her. Well, they were like a, like a client state. This is like this is what CNN was like in you know when it was real back in back in the day. <laughs> yeah, still is boring. It's still, <laughs> yeah. still it's boring. and I don't want to watch it. I'm going to watch cartoons. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Mark Antony and Cleopatra won. I feel like Rome would have split in half because he was going to, he already allegedly, if that whole will was real, he was going to give all of his kids with Cleopatra it wasn't uh, kids. It wasn't. Are you telling me a government agent would falsify information? <laughs> would falsify to documents? Carry favor <laughs> with a political party? No yeah. way. You, you yeah. know who wouldn't falsify information? That Q, big dog. That Q. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, we're going. We're not those sorry. guys. We're not those right, guys. I want to put the, that in the oh, air. I was like, we're joking. Those guys. Is that <laughs> for Thomas like, <laughs> Me and all this those donors like, haven't heard the last on our ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Please so tell me you're not on that on that train. No, 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 no. We just we're joking. No, we're not. We're not Q guys. We're not Q guys. No, no, no. Never. Funny if we were, that'd be hilarious. Never cute. All right. <laughs> like, what are you, a governor in Georgia or whatever, or it senator? Or- a lot of, 
a disturbing amount of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Henry, sure. you're second. I'm gonna go. This is in no particular order. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Just start. I'm. I'm gonna go. Khrushchev. Nikita. Nikita Khrushchev. Okay. I think he was misunderstood. I think he was Gorbachev before Gorbachev, and a lot of people actually trace the origination of detente to some policies enacted by Nikita Khrushchev. And like he gets into power in 53, mm-hmm. and one of the first things he wants to do is denounce Stalin mm-hmm. and say, we went crazy. Yeah. This is not what the Soviet Union mm-hmm. can and and should be. We can do better. We can rebuild. And he, he like tried. Now he failed ultimately and he like, you know, got ousted in his own coup, but he was conniving. He rose from dirt and he like did the best he could within the system that he was that he was born into. Notorious funny man as well. Yeah, very he was a jokester. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that about him. Death of Stalin, if you haven't already watched it, yep. is excellent. It's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. It's on my to watch list. It was my man Buscemi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Just of all of the uh, Russian uh, leaders, he'd probably like I would say the the my favorite, and like you said, if he had been born in a different time, I feel like he'd have mm-hmm. pushed it forward way more. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, well, he was the, getting, the whole. Go ahead. No, it's, I was done. Okay. <laughs> the whole. I feel like you know because we did we did two episodes on him as well. We could have done three, but the more I read about him, the more I was like, damn, Eisenhower was just implacable. Mm-hmm. Like on all these fucking issues, he's just trying to do the best he can, and like the the U.S. is almost projecting all of these evil intentions onto Khrushchev, and Khrushchev's like, "No, nah, I'm just trying to hold the country together. These guys want to be independent. You're trying to kill this independence leader. They're coming to me because you're trying to kill them. Yeah, I'm gonna help them. You know. And so I feel like he's definitely the most sympathetic of of the Soviet leaders. I think. I feel like he had one thing. Like, I can't remember if it was in the middle of his reign or towards the end where he kind of shit the bed on and that's kind of tarnished it, that kind of glow. Um, but even missile his, crisis. That might've been, that might've been it. But like history has definitely been very favorable, favorable to him. Yeah. yeah. He's cool. So Josh, you're second. Oh, okay. Uh, my second is going to be Fred Hampton. Uh, leader of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party's party. Um, died when he was 21. He was shot by police in his bed next to his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, he was big. It, he didn't, like, he was a leader within his own right. The Black Panther Party did a lot of, like, uh, morning breakfast, free breakfast for a lot of the kids around. Um, you know, of course, like, defending their community, stuff like that. Um the one of the things he was known for was like the rainbow coalition so far as like being like he's going to unite working class latin people white people black people uh asian people they would call sometimes the black parents would call people like orientals sometimes and i don't think (laughs) (laughs) it was was just the 60s it was weird yeah i don't know if they knew Uh, yeah (laughs) and uh but and even within that one of the things that people might find kind of jarring about him is he was like definitely like a big fan of Mao at the time because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the 60s. Um, hey, he may come up and, again later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He may, cool. May, <laughs> right <later>. on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quite a bit later. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, 
Yeah, but he he. But even within that, whenever I like kind of like find new clips of him or like kind of research what he's done or what he talked about, he would even like critique that and be like, "We don't know if like mm. Cuba or China is a successful revolution. It's only successful like in what it brings about for the people, like how they live. Mm. If they live in famine, then it's not a successful revolution. Yeah, <laughs> like so he was he was very critical in both ways and of himself and always. But then he got killed. Um, and there's a movie coming out about it next year. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, it's going to be called Black uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. So that sounds familiar. The guy, the guy who betrayed him mm. and how that happened. Have there been previous? Really? Have there been previews for that already? Yeah. To where like they're holding yeah. it till yeah, theaters damn, damn good trailers. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's a really it's a good sick it's a tick trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. looks sounds familiar. So yeah, Juan, sounds good. Yeah, sounds interesting. I'll definitely be watching that. Juan, your second. Uh, Nelson Mandela. Oh yeah. It's going um, for some of the it's going for some of the heavyweights. Well, mm, you know, okay, too, just... and and going to Africa and being there for like a pretty decent extended amount of time. You also realize what it meant to Africans too, and I mean it had an impact here, but when you realize what real poverty is and real no hope and what he did for people, what the fuck is he reading off of? (laughs) He's wearing he's wearing these sunglasses. It's just an amazing. I do see a tint in the sunglasses a little bit. Suffering (laughs) and overcoming and and doing it like a man, like a straight up dude. I mean Mm. just. Dude, this guy is with a smile got bigger balls than everybody you know. And that's why I just give him mad respect. That's why I gave him two. Nelson Mandela, straight mm-hmm. up dude. Straight mm-hmm. up dude. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> yeah. man, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think he was a good guy. <laughs> One really going out on a limb with Gandhi and Nelson Mandela. Who's next? Mother Teresa? I think he's coming up next. She's No, she's not on the list. <laughs> well, he hates women. We, oh, we should, should have done that. No, it was a good consideration, though. It was on the, uh, it was on the wings. It's going to be interesting. I just looked at my list because I just said that. It's be interesting to see if all, out of all five of us, if there are any women on the list, and if so, how many. Mm. <laughs> Not that it matters. So right. if you don't yeah, hate us yet, ladies, uh, you will sit. So Adam. <laughs> Your second. I second. Uh, it's funny after what I just brought up because he's notoriously not a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, is Aristotle, mm-hmm. uh, the greatest philosopher of all time, in my opinion, um, had a major real life impact in the world um, in his time and, th- and for thousands of years, still important. I came up with deductive reasoning. Uh, he trained Alexander and Ptolemy uh, mm-hmm. from Egypt fame. Uh, it was had a big thing to do with physics, politics, ethics. Just all around badass. Um, and like I said, he was just like a huge, deep thinker that wrote. Or he was prolific, and it was like kind of like you know a Confucius. If you like look at his readings or his writings, they're like practical, surprisingly practical. Mm-hmm. Same with Aristotle. He says stuff. Because you would think it would be like a lot of like confusing language, but no, it's pretty accessible and practical. Um, let's see here. And I have my favorite quote from him is, uh, it's the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. It's like, that's fucking profound. Can I, I get like a show that. of hands if I should just edit out all of Adam's quotes? Oh, boy. Yeah, we should just do that because it's just kind of okay, wild. Yeah. Like three to one. Kind of wild. <laughs> one is too stoned. I actually had several quotes for him. 
The whole is more than the sum of its parts. Is he doing cool? Aristotle. Can we move to the next question? No, we're good. We're all right. We heard one. The, he's the my favorite philosopher got, by a mile. No, we get it. Yeah, no, we get, we get it. it. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're, you're better than us. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> you have okay. a master's degree. I got a that bachelor's from it's, Texas State. It's from, it's from UHD. Nobody cares. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I it's not a real. It's not a real master's degree. It's real. It's real, but the one. Okay, so my second is uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, nice. I, I've always had a curious like. I've just always been fascinated by him because he was just a jack of all trades, so talented in multiple different ways. A, an artist, like a, an, an artist in so many levels, painter, sculptor, and an inventor too. Like the guy was just leagues and leagues ahead of his time and what he would come up with and what he would think and really unappreciated in his time because of all the oppression from the church and all that other stuff. And it's just really unfortunate to have, you know, I wonder what he could have done if he had lived later on in history is mm-hmm. one of those things. Just really, really gifted person, just a special person. He would have invented Tesla and smoked weed with Joe Rogan. Not a lot of people get a whole, a whole code named after them. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you got, you got <laughs> Morse, you got Samuel Morse, you have <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci. Morse is the only one I can think of. You yeah. Know, I can't think of another person. The Russians code. have a, have one, Code Red. Code, oh, I, I that. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Not me. Um, <laughs> Can yeah. we edit that out too? Is yeah. That, yeah. Is that, is that no, 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 no. Keep his bad jokes. Mountain Dew is our demographic, so that's, we got to give them some respect. I thought Diet Pepsi was our demographic. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So my uh, third then uh, was actually someone you just mentioned, uh, Nikola Tesla. Damn it. Another that person. My third, that's my third as very well. Very far ahead of his time who got f- just completely fucked by uh, <laughs> other people in, you know, just everyone else around him. He was a yeah. he. He was so brilliant and genius. He had all these advancements. He wanted to just give away for free, and you know, capitalists wanted to like take it and do everything for profit. And like, I understand wanting to make money, wanting to make profit, but he wanted to. He came up with Wi-Fi years and years and years, decades, hundred years ago almost. And then he wanted to provide free electricity for the world, but everyone else just decided to steal his stuff, and it actually doing some research on him, I found out that the U.S. government has all of his, uh, a lot of, like, books of his ideas just locked away that they keep to themselves. So mm. who knows what, and they won't release him. Mm. When he died, they mm. went to, they, they sent agents to his house, took all his writings and ideas and drawings and just kept them, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. He uh, also famously, he could have been the richest guy in the United States because whenever... Yeah. AC power took off. Yeah. Like the Westinghouse would have had to pay them as royalties. Like, way we can't expand very quickly if we're having to pay your royalty royalties every time. Um, you know, can we, he, they were just asking him for a break. Like here, can we just delay this for a second? And he just tore up his pad. He's like, no, don't worry about it. Don't have to pay me anything. Hmm. Also a notorious pigeon lover. So <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by that? You got you got a quote about these pigeons, Adam? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. my quote for Tesla is okay. Okay, right. please move on. <laughs> Damn! I, I don't care if they stole my idea. I care that they don't have any of their own. So mm. Interesting. Tesla. All right, that's pretty solid. Genius. Wow. He was my third pick as well. So it's whoever's next. Okay. okay. So Juan, your third pick. 
Uh, my third pick was Muhammad Ali. Uh, okay. The reason why is because I feel personally like Muhammad Ali was a public figure, uh, loved attention, and he got the limelight, but he also, it didn't change who he was. In other words, like I feel like he's the quintessential American because a lot of the choices that he made, although people may not have agreed with, they were like the ultimate expression of American freedom, that you can make these choices. And he didn't mind being able to do that in the limelight. And, uh, you know, he's from Michigan. He lived uh, over by Andrews University, actually, Benton, not, excuse me, Berrien Springs. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my brother met him years ago. Anyways, I has a couple of photographs with him. But, and he was just talking about how genuine of a guy he was. And so uh, he's always inspired me because he not only did all of that, but he just allowed people to have confidence who wasn't, it wasn't okay to be confident. You know what I mean? And no. it's okay to own it. And if you got it, you know. It, but he proved it over and over again. And so in the relationships that he had uh, with, like, with his trainer and everything, they're very inspiring to me also. So that's why he was my number three. And the best shit talker in the history of shit talking. And backing it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think uh do you think uh Sonny Liston through that second flight that second fight? <sighs> you know, I <laughs> I wanna s I wanna say no because, you know, just the love for Muhammad, but I don't I don't yeah. know. I've watched those fights so many times. <sighs> it's like seeing the jaw like it just I don't even does it touch him? Does his glove touch him in that in, in that knockdown? I don't know. It's so, you have been paying attention it's to QAnon. So, it's so weird how He's like deep the in the conspiracies, you can't so tell. You really yeah. can't. It's like, did yeah. they do that on purpose? Which of course yeah. leads you to think they did. It's like, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, but that's why he was my number three. Okay. Next right. thing we know, Josh is like the moon landing was fake. The moon was fake. <laughs> um, There's yeah, lizards no, controlling yeah. the world. <laughs> There's lizards. It's uh. So, okay, you Kim, know, Kim trails are real. Wake up, sheeple. I don't want to do this. The lizards killed JFK on the no, advice no, no. of Nikola Tesla's papers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Heard here first, is, folks. Yep. And then the yeah, the, the QAnon thing. JFK is supposed to come back. Mm. JFK, Donald Trump's going to step oh, down, right. and then JFK's JFK Jr., who is not dead, is going to come. It's a whole thing. I don't want to do uh, this. Right, he he didn't have polio. His <laughs> bottom half was full lizard. <laughs> he had it covered up the whole time. <laughs> Your third, All Josh. Right. Okay, my third. I th- my third is going, and I'm going to say. Sorry to my grandpa, who's probably going to just be like, probably just is sleeping somewhere. <laughs> and we're going to wake up and be like, huh? Um, the third is going to be Ho Chi Minh. Okay. Whoa. whoa. That's yeah, an interesting yeah. take. Yeah. Yeah. Not the I like, thought you were going to say Larry Bird. I was like, no, 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 no. Grandpa's going to be pissed. Like, did, oh, yeah. Because like, it was like, like Lakers. Were, yeah, yeah, no. Ho Chi Minh, just because of uh, like his. It, when we dug into a story, I thought it was going to be more like a Mao or something like that, but it was actually like he like took off and traveled the world at thirteen on a on a steamliner. <laughs> it went around like Africa and like South America and spent time in New York and Boston and like lives pretty much everywhere. Uh, lived in London, lived in Paris, and he, he was on a personal mission more over everything to like free his country. He was a he was a nationalist before anything is what I've always felt like, mm-hmm. and he was all about that. It, but it was a uh, communism came in because it was just like he said it was a uh, the Soviet Union was a friend in need and they were a friend in need and they were a friend indeed, mm-hmm. and that they just like helped them. It, it was just a time when 
He needed stuff and they helped. Yeah. Um, also, real communist, like, sleeper agent kind of dude. Like, was in Moscow with Lenin and stuff like that. And was like getting directives straight from Moscow like it's like for like 20 years um very interesting life um until like he was a really a moderate it, a lot of the stuff that happened as far as land reforms in Vietnam um was more of a kind of further left part of the Vietnamese Communist Party um but yeah and also dude you he used to like combine the communism and then like Confucius like Buddhist monk type style mm-hmm. in that he would speak in almost anecdotes and limericks and <laughs> like, and like it was a very, a very interesting guy. So he's my third, probably I might just still be like reeling off the book I read, but yeah, he's my third. Didn't think I was going to get a pl- placebo song reference, uh, in our, uh, podcast. What's a placebo? What, what? They, they have a song, a friend indeed, or a friend in need is a friend indeed. But it's a ripoff of that quote, obviously. But oh, it, yeah. that song is like was an earworm back in like that was in the early nineties. Got a lot of run, um, and nobody knows it except for except for me. Yeah, it's kind of wild that you brought this up. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> it's going to crush with our uh, yeah. thirty-five to forty-five uh, suburban guys. No, it's not. No. <laughs> So I heard. Okay, no, I I got a quote. No, no, I got a quote. Mm -hmm. I'll do my quote. No, you say what you're gonna say, then I'll do my quote. I was was like, look, I'm not. I'm no friend of a lot of like uh, that that group. But like you said, he he did have less of that where you felt like his motivations were wrong and and pure. And he also like there's another guy who was like co-leading that was did most of the really shitty stuff. I mean, didn't be one. I I can't. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm not saying he was completely blameless for some of the stuff, no, no. but um, he did have no, better intentions than a lot of people think he did. Oh yeah, no. If anybody, if if people get persecuted under your watch, it's mm-hmm. your fault, big dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Uh, like I said, um, but uh, his wide quote because it's just a kind of a fuck Adam quote. Um, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, he was like one day, like it's not really a quote, it's kind of a story. One day, kind of a a like lieutenant where they were talking about like the enemy like Vietnamese moderates uh, mm-hmm. when they were fighting the French and they were like these guys aren't with us they're like we're like we're we're fire in their water they seek to like put us out and he was like we're dug in his Confucius bag and he was like yeah their their water we're fire it, our their existence doesn't isn't 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 what we need to be concerned about. It's the position of the existence. Cause you can put water in a pot and put that over that fire and then that boils and then it's good for the peasant to drink. So it's more about not that people have opposite views of you. It's just what position do those are those views in? Mm-hmm. Like very strategically thinking. So I don't know, if, you know I mean maybe maybe I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm trying to drink Adam because I know we're on opposite sides of the spectrum. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, this is not this is not the first time today somebody's asked to drink me. Believe it or not. Um, okay, all right, all right. You look quick. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think we should explore it either. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Henry, here's your, <laughs> here's your third. I'm a I'm gonna take it to to John Adams. Okay, nice. John Adams. I think he's one of the most defensible founding fathers like Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of 
there's a lot of reflecting, I think, now with America and our character and wondering, like, who do we, who should we idolize? Because, you know, we're pulling everybody's skeletons out at this point. And I just, I love John Adams. I like what he stood for. And I, I like him just as a dude and the representations I've seen of him. And I read David McCullough's thing on him. But moreover, I'm thinking of how he was portrayed in 1776, the musical. Mm-hmm. Like just this, this hey, sharp. Man, don't, don't ever tell people you see musicals. <laughs> yeah, man, I love musicals. I will die on this hill. All right, I love musicals. One of my favorite things in the world. Sound of music, cinematic triumph. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, Anyway, he was just so staunch and so stubborn, and he did not care if he was liked. He did not care how many toes he stepped on. He was just about what was right and just championing that cause and pissing everybody off in the process, but not giving a shit because he's like, no, I'm I'm right. I need to bring you guys with me. And, you know, and if it, like, you know, we gave that kind of like a to dictator. Mm. I'm but right. Never I'm gonna bring you the, guys with me. He never. He never had. He wouldn't have done. There were. There were so many aspiring dictators out of that group of men. He wasn't like fucking Aaron Burr or any of these mm. other guys or Hamilton. Hamilton had more dictatorial tendencies than Adams did. But Adam, you know, we gave it to him. Like George Washington, of course. After all, all the hatred that Adams received, all the hate he got. It wasn't enough to keep him from the office of presidency because once George Washington was like, I've had enough of this, the guy second in line, John Adams. And yet, granted, Alien and Sedition, that was bad shit. But that's like one blot on his reputation. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Right. Compared to these other fuckers. It's a pretty big blot. That's a dog. gigantic blot. Uh, well, okay. Gigantic but there's, blot. there's, there's, <laughs> there's like a reason. goes against the First Amendment right off the right There's the a reason that the whole reason that he wanted to pass it is because... From what I've read is that the the media flack that he that was just erupting on both sides, it seemed enough to tear the country country apart. When you mean make him lose? Formed. You know, and Adam, no. Adam. I mean, he was a good dude. This. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Adam. This is something Ho Chi Minh would never do. Mm-hmm. He would never do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would. He would. He would. Yeah. <laughs> he would, he would, he would. Undoubtedly, he would. Yeah. So. Henry, you're four. Keeping it, keeping it with the same time period, roughly. Oh wait, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta Adams quote. I pulled up an Adams quote. Okay. Nice. Ooh. I like Should your style. It? Should we do it? <laughs> no. All right. I like where you're at. The true source of our suffering has been our timidity. We have been afraid to think. Let us dare to read, think, speak, and write. I like nice. that. Just because he's all about the books, all about getting down. Just like, let's fucking learn some shit, guys. Let's all do it together. Let's all better ourselves. Constant mm-hmm. self-improvement. I one like of the it. few, one of the very few one-term presidents, mm-hmm. him and his son. Yeah, unfortunately. that's And, his, <laughs> and his son was a hollow earther. Was so. he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a... I mean, er, it's early QAnon guy. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what the Q stands for. Quincy. Just hey, it man, it goes back. It goes back. The seeds are there. Putting the dots together. Yes. Uh-huh. Connecting them. Yep. <laughs> Keeping right. it with the same time period. I'm going to mm-hmm. say my fourth. He's relatively unknown. He's this guy I learned about in college named Richard Carter III. And he was born to like a large plantation owner in Virginia. And then his brother was like half black, but enslaved. 
And then by the time Richard Carter's father died, the second, Richard Carter the third, he inherited his father's estate and he bankrupted himself, just freeing all of these enslaved people. And I like him because you always hear like, oh, you know, with in regard to the other founding fathers, you hear this this defense of like you have to judge them by the standards of the time and whatever. And it's like he was of their time. And he could still see that this was wrong. And he died on that hill. Like he, I'm pretty sure he died in poverty when he could have kept the cycle going. But he was like, no, this is wrong. And he turned his back and he did what was right. I think that's badass. Very honorable. Very. It's, it's, it's easy to make a good decision like in hindsight. But when you're literally looking at like yeah. a, a life of like leisure, basically. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, no, I'm going to stand on principle. That's when I mean, nobody else is. It was. Yeah. It, he was almost like the anti-Washington because George Washington himself. He was very worried about posterity and how history would view him. And he was like, "Okay, well, I'll just, I'll just free all my enslaved people uh, when I die. When I die." And yeah. it's like that's not fucking good enough, asshole. Like, I don't know. So Thomas Jefferson did not make your list. Is what I'm no, saying. definitely not. <laughs> definitely <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Just slightly missed. Yeah. So Joshua, you're okay. fourth. Okay, fourth. Stalin. I'm joking. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh my god. This guy's gaslighting full time now. I'm, I'm gas. I'm just gaslighting at him. Yeah. Uh, uh, my fourth is gonna be uh, Queen Njinga uh, of Angola. Uh, she was a warrior queen from Africa, uh, Angola, part of Angola, really some more Southern Congo for what it is today. Um, she fought off the Portuguese for 40 to 50 years, uh, let's know 40 years. Um, um, and then she, the land that she had when she first started her, like was she inherited from her, her father gave it to her brother, her brother, like they, they got defeated and then she took it over from her brother. They basically had no land. Um, she pushed her like land holdings to be bigger than her father's or her grandfather's ever were. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting kind of history. Cause, um, yes, she was a queen that, that fought the Portuguese. Um, but the peace treaty that they kind of came to was kind of dependent on her, like giving slaves from like the interior of Africa to the Portuguese who then shipped them across to Brazil. And she looked at as a hero in Brazil, which I always thought right. is like, especially a feminist hero in Brazil, particularly. Um, and like along, I think with Dandara, which is like kind of a, a queen, uh, like a warrior queen mm-hmm. of escaped, escaped African people in Brazil. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting history. Um, you know? Yeah. Another great like episode it, of hard, card, yeah. hard fried history. I enjoyed that yeah. one. To learn, get to learn about, thank you. What about, the, what the, I forgot what the name of the people she ran around with. The uh, the M- Mbangala. Yeah, yeah, they they uh, Mbangala. To get into the Mbangala, you got like I I can't remember <laughs> if it's particularly smash like your your bait like a baby. Yeah. Like till it's bloody pulp. And yeah. Then, and then and then wear that smear, <laughs> smear your baby on your face. pulp yeah. on your yeah. body. For some yeah. reason, I still remember I was walking around in Aldi's when I was listening to that episode. No yeah. idea why I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> to nomad people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, Henry had a couple good riffs on that one uh, that uh, got him nowhere. <laughs> okay, hey, I do that a lot, man. That's, no, uh, no, you know, no. He has, he's actually very funny. I just won't give him anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I refuse to give him anything. That's what we try and do for Adam. 
I'm sorry. It's I, I just looked it up too. It's not Richard Carter the Third. It's Robert Carter the Third. Robert Carter. Just wanted to clarify. Don't want to spread. Hey, is he one of your? We don't trust you anymore. Robert Carter the Third. Yeah, my bad. So Juan, you're fourth. Thick Quang Duck. <laughs> he uh, is the monk who's on the cover of that Rage Against the Machine. That's where I remember I first saw that photo. And it was so interesting to me. I, I did some research and realized that that man had died in peaceful protest. And I know it probably seems a little dark and weird, but to me, it really reminds me. I never forget that photo. And it reminds me of the fact that, you know, a lot of times there's wrongs in the world and sometimes you want to be part of the solution, you know, and it's like, how dedicated are you to being part of the solution? What will means will you go to? I mean, that's a very extreme. And of course, that's why they use that for an album cover. But the idea that you may have to, to suffer for others to, to not suffer, like, and you may have to go to some extreme and to like, that's the deepest core of like man thinking, you know, but the fact that, that he did that, it's in a way uh, dark but inspiring, I guess, to me. So that's why I chose him. And what did he do that for, though? I don't remember. Was that free Tibet? Was that no? Yeah. He was thing? protesting Vietnam. It was oh, Vietnam. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was Vietnam. Yeah. Sorry. And but it was to me. I mean, it was poignant for the time, I suppose, too. But because things were that extreme, and people were going to those extremes in all forms and ways of life, and a lot of them were misunderstood. You know. Uh, for for where they were coming from, because the way they were propagandized, you know, the Black yeah. Panthers were definitely uh, historically probably one of the most like just. Uh, I mean, that, you talk about how bad the media is now. Like, holy shit, you know. So, anyways, but yeah, that's why I chose him. Well, uh, you know, he definitely had a huge sacrifice uh, to to prove a point. It, obviously, it, it worked to a large extent. But if he's a monk, he's not fucking anyway. I mean, how much is life really worth living? You might as well go out on a Ooh, badass picture. That, de- that depends on the type of monks. Mm-hmm. Just some monks, monks fuck? fuck? Yeah, a lot of some, some Buddhist monks fuck. Some, some are all peaceful. Some, are, some have Kung Fu grip. <laughs> you gotta let types. that tension out somehow. There's a yeah. whole spectrum of monks to explore, yeah. okay? Do you think there's any truth? Sizes. Do you think back to monks uh, and Buddhist monks? Do you think there's any? Oh, wait, he was probably Hindi or Hindu. Um, there's rumors that um, uh, what's his name, Gandhi, was fucking like crazy because he would always sleep in rooms full of naked women, and he said it was for energy, and he claimed he didn't fuck Agreed. any of them. You know what's weird? There's this like a lot of yogis do weird stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard I've heard of yogis Burkram. in India like tying their penises around pieces of wood. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I guess it's not. I can't say. It's weird to me. Let me say that. I'm talking um, about yogis here. Oh, a lot of yogis lot in this of, country. Yeah, long hair. A lot, yeah, of, lot yeah. of yogis. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> another documentary on Netflix about Burkram from Bikram? Burkram Yoga. Yeah. yeah. That dude was fucking everything. Everything, yeah. bro. Yeah. Good pick. You're, Good times. You're light. You're light. You're nimble. You're yeah. stretchy. Come on. Got all this energy. This, this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're around uh, yoga pants all day. It's What's not the a recipe name for a low libido. Uh, wild, wild country. Have you guys seen that? On yeah, Netflix? it's really good. Who's that guy? The Sanyasins under what's the name of the the top top guru? You remember? <sighs> Damn it! I just started watching. It's that. cool. I don't remember. It's crazy, man. You're getting ready to go on a wild ride. Okay, really? Because I just I was it's like, pretty nuts. Further, All it's right. pretty nuts. Yeah, it's gonna get it gets crazy. 
Is there something Rajneesh, but... Rajneeshis is the sect. I don't remember what the guy's name is, though. Yeah, those, they call those, him Osha when he dies. Those but yeah, he was straight fucking, though, right? but he encouraged yeah. he encouraged other people to fuck too. So yeah. Like, yeah, he wasn't like your typical cult leader. It was like, no, only I have sex. Yeah, you all. I mean, why else does abstain. anyone form a cult? You ever notice that that there's a yeah. lot of a lot of cult leaders out there just like, all right, uh, God told me that I get to have sex with underage women as and all as your I wives want, and all your wives, and nobody gets to nobody question it because you're questioning the word of God, and it's like, yeah, well, hey, we got to do hey, what God what says, like, you know. I would like to defend some cult leaders. Some cult leaders, it's over. It's of, of age people. So, yeah, okay. Some cult leaders yeah, have standards. Right? <laughs> Don't come on this podcast and say we are cult leaders with <laughs> your freaking broad generalizations. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. Okay. What so was that Adam, guy? The, okay. Um, your fourth. My fourth pick is Cyrus the Great. Ah. From, uh, yeah. Persia. The guy was my, like, I thought the. The fairest conqueror, which is, I know, like a contradiction in terms, but the fairest conqueror of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he, he would, like, first off, fighting was never his first option. He would try to have, like, uh, peaceful takeovers. Uh, but whenever he did have to fight, he was like, all right, well, I'm going to set up whatever leader you guys think is best. He's going to be my sap trap. Like, he, he's going to run this shit in my name. Um, and he let them keep their religion, let them keep, um, like, all, all of their, their he's actually like a early leader of human rights like he was like each one of his uh, domain had to have certain standards but um, he was big uh, religious rights uh, act uh, promoter for but like I said this is all in the um, bucket of for a conqueror really nice guy but uh, basically like all conquerors after him tried to like emulate him to an uh, to an extent especially alexander the great mm-hmm. but um like you can look up stuff he just did all these things that was like anyone that was just a little greedy or i mean it's greedy to be taken over all this land but he, he improved a lot of people's lives while doing it which like i said not a great excuse but um he could have done a lot of um terrible things but basically he made every domain he took over like infinitely better and um, let's see here. You have a quote from him? Yeah. We love ourselves notwithstanding our faults, and we ought to love our friends in a like manner. So you got to like your friends even though they got faults. Because you like yourself, even though you got faults. I don't have faults. You speak for yourself, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of one, actually. <laughs> Best uh, conqueror, in, uh, in my opinion. Okay, a respectable, respectable pick. My four also had a great helmet. If you look at the pictures of him, <laughs> <laughs> my fourth. So I see this thing. <laughs> <laughs> my fourth is Eleanor Roosevelt, uh, wife to FDR. Uh, she was, you know, one of the first ladies that didn't sit around and do. She actually got. Uh, what I'm trying to say, she got involved. Oh, she got really involved. <laughs> she was they an activist. Close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was an activist. She, you know, cared about people, wanted to make impacts in people's lives, wanted to make the American people a better. You know, and there was a lot of ways where I don't know. I just think she was a very inspiring person, and. You know, she also had to go through like the public humiliation of like when it came out that, you know, FDR was cheating on her and she just like sat there and grinned and bared it, which 
Like that really sucks. Like, you're the leader of this country in this really prominent country in the world. And you know, there's these rumors and stuff going around. Your husband's cheating on you. And she just like kept on being herself. She like, she even has a quote. She said like a woman is like a hot or like a tea bag. You can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. And she was in hot water a lot. So that's something she really did understand. She was a very inspiring person. Like, if you want to look at quotes, look up some of her quotes. They're awesome. Well, luckily, that, that situation never happened to another first lady, and she's the only one had to deal with that kind of strife. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think who didn't cheat on their wife. <laughs> that's, that's a better list. <laughs> that is that. Yeah, that would be a tougher question yeah, to ask. Harder one. <laughs> wouldn't. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure my boy John Adams did not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. You're going to state uh, that on the record. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll go on there. Okay. Me I can see that Taft. I mean, he probably still got some play, even though he's a fat ass. Yeah, no, <laughs> it does happen, man. It does happen. <laughs> he's a badass golfer. Pretty sure James K. Polk probably didn't cheat on his wife, but that's because he was crusty and shriveled. He looked like a little old raisin <laughs> with a bad hairpiece. What was that one dude who was only in office for like a couple of days because he did his speech out in the I rain and got pneumonia? Harrison? Maybe. He probably didn't have a chance to cheat, so I guess he... Technically, he is in there. Unless he's like, "Look, I'm president now. I don't care how sick I am. I'm uh-huh. doing some fucking." Uh-huh. In which case, I kind of respect that. I mean, this, this guy <laughs> wanted to take advantage of his office immediately. It's very interesting. So, uh, my fifth is uh, someone you probably don't know by name, but everyone knows by experience, and that is Juan Mendez. That is the man oh. who invented the burrito. Okay. Wow. All right. The man changed wow. the world. Wow. How could they possibly track that down to one person? It's the Mission Style, Mission Style Burrito, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's there's a guy. There's a guy. Yeah, there's a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that is uh, yeah. That's my fifth. And basically, I love burritos. That's one of the greatest things food ever invented. And that man left a mark on history right there. Mark, why are you trying to have fun? We're not trying to yeah. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to have fun with you. We're just trying to talk about death, murder, uh-huh. rights. Yeah. No, but yeah, no. You've been to San Francisco? Oh, yeah. And, and been to the mission? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think San Francisco is like this like very healthy town. Then you go like a little bit south. Yeah. The mission district. All the burritos are like. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> like, Delicious. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, they're, they're ridiculous. So, yeah, it's life-changing. So, uh, Adam, you're fifth. Harry Truman. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> All right. I was going to say. I was going to say. I was going to This one, this pick, I think it probably will be a bit controversial uh, for some of the people. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. But <laughs> just, just say I love, my so, name. What are you doing? Say, it's it's, it's Winston right. Churchill. And for me, yeah. it's half he like he stood up to Nazis. <laughs> That's half of it. Yeah. And yeah. the other half is he is a quote machine. Oh, yeah. definitely. That dude was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So like all that, Adam did for this episode was look up famous quotes and then just picked his mm, people. And then yeah. I'm sorry, you had two people in the quotes, same family right? and they were cousin right. fuckers. <laughs> Don't come at me. And I'm pretty convinced you came up with Eleanor just because I said that comment about women not being on your list. You go, fuck, famous women. You know, no, I actually did popped up. She was an honorable mention, but I moved her up to shut you exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I, look, I'm... 
<laughs> Only the people who don't like Winston Churchill are just like anybody brown or black, and also anybody who who had family members at Gallipoli. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, hey, that was a huge like uh, blunder for really sure. Fuck that one up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like if if he hadn't been in place. Like, who knows what the Nazis would have done? He was, like, the one person holding strong for a long time. And he was, like, trying to pull your boy, FDR, who was probably getting told by Eleanor not to join the war. And then, like, Churchill was just so suave. He goes over to Hyde Park. He talks him into it. He's like, look. I'm a likable guy. He was like, I think this is a gross oversimplification, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. No, we don't have time to aggregate okay. out. All right. But like I said, like, oh, <laughs> was, was, was uh, England still an imperial power at yeah. the time? Yes. Uh, did yeah. he? It's in that. No. Uh, he did create the minimum wage, so that's a plus. Uh, won a Nobel Prize, but for me, the, it was just very heavy on the stopping the Nazis being yeah. one of the major reasons, and he was just a, an inspiring orator, like, uh, and and not named Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Yeah. What about his eugenics program? Yeah. Well, I'm not. What about with that. the fact that he was into eugenics? Yeah. He was like basically until Hitler took it too far, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I can't be into this anymore." But like, yeah. early thirties, early thirties, Winston was all about like, yeah, maybe maybe we should snip some people. You know, yeah. what's the worst well, that could happen? I think it's just a testament to like. What a good speech will do for you, big dog. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, what a great, that what a great piece of being on the right side of history to an extent too. Because you yeah. know how much dirt you can you can shove underneath a good speech. Like, oh my god, it's incredible how much will fit down there. It's really crazy. It's, it's his whole posture was just like, we're gonna stop kind of being pussies right now. Uh huh. We're gonna man. Them up. Sometimes you need. Cool. It. Sometimes solid. you need yeah. that. Because, like I said, yeah. who knows what the world map would look like if he wasn't around? Oh yeah. Because if it wasn't for him, they would have steamrolled right over uh, uh, the UK. Not to mention Neville Chamberlain's bitch ass yeah, moment. Like, wouldn't have whole World yeah, War II would never have gotten Neville, like that. Yeah. Uh, appeasement was ridiculous. No, you can't. No, you know. <laughs> and he was like super public about it. Like, we cannot do this. He was way ahead of the curve on anti-Hitler. Um, then again, he was hawkish, very, very hawkish. Um, I like that the, he called him Mr. Hitler also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite quote from him uh, is a hilarious quote. And he's got tons of them. But this lady, he like, because he was a big drinker. And this lady's like uh, calling him out. It's like, oh, Mr. Churchill, you're a drunk. He's like, that's right, ma'am, I am. But whenever I wake up in the morning, I'll be sober. And when you wake up, you'll still be an ugly bitch. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh. Freaking oh. got her. Zinger. Right on. But uh, it was crazy, uh. <laughs> and that's why I almost single, went with several other that. people. But I was like, <laughs> I just uh, those things. I think get them on the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Juan, you're fifth. Fred Durst. Oh, oh fuck you, Juan! For all the really? things he wow. did for other musicians, he may not be time, joking. His he generosity and for giving us Man. a song to break stuff to. Thanks, Fred. Oh my God. I'm gonna edit. But he was that really out. into eugenics, so you should probably uh, yeah second that, second. Yeah, no, <laughs> you did that. Nobody else did that. <laughs> Everybody else had good picks. Yeah. You picked the eugenics guy. <laughs> 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 
You win some, you lose some. Well, I had, to, take put a, <laughs> I had to put a white guy on there somewhere. Was, <laughs> <laughs> got it. It's affirmative action. That's right. Mm. Trying to make it fair. Okay, <laughs> uh, Joshua, you're I, fifth. Okay. Okay. Uh, go with uh, go with Frederick Douglass. Ooh, okay. Because, um, yeah. Because, you know, part of the abolitionist movement uh, went from, you know, being a slave to being probably the most prominent, the well, not undoubtedly the most prominent African American of the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, also, kind of a tragic figure at the same time for seeing his dream happen. Not only like the the emancipation of slaves, um, but the representation of uh, black people within the government. And seeing that, you know, actually people, black people hold power and senators and congress people, and then seeing that slowly d- deteriorate towards the end of his life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's an interesting life. He's also technically, if you go as stand ups, um, <laughs> you, if you go all the way back, you can kind of trace the lineage of your stand-up back to the public speaking of the 19th century and to the great, the forefather of that would be Mark Twain, mm-hmm. you know, of course. And you could also say that Frederick Douglass and kind of those abolitionist speakers were in that same vein. Um, other than Mark Twain, uh, the voice that most Americans have in the 19th century heard was Frederick Douglass's. So, hmm. yeah. Powerful voice from a great man. Heck yeah. Great haircut. Yeah, sick. Been trying, been trying it, but can't. It's not gonna work. You know what I mean? It's over. <laughs> like, don't have, don't have another strength in me. So, Henry, your fifth. Uh, I'm just, uh, just David Bowie. You know, man. Mm-hmm. Just David Bowie for no reason other than I'm, I'm a fan, and uh, I just, okay. you know. I just want to party three, with them, you know? All three of <laughs> you guys made yourself fun, and then now me and Adam look like douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> we, all look like, we look like We took this serious. Yeah, we took this serious because we thought, all right, that's cool. When he put David Bowie down, I was like, everyone can think you're so fucking stupid for that, but now, <laughs> now I'm stupid. David Bowie's a man. I like his beauty. He, he had a long-ass career. I, my dad was telling me that apparently his guitarist is nobody to sleep on either, that a large part of Bowie's creativity, or Bowie wouldn't have gotten as far. I don't remember the name of his guitarist, but apparently there was some guy next to him who was like laying down those sick riffs, which allowed Bowie to you know go off on his eccentric mm-hmm. tangents. But I'm just glad that he did it with a pen in hand. I have a quote by David Bowie. We don't and want that. That is, uh, yeah, he had a great shtick. Yeah, I had a, here's, a, here's a quote is uh, the sun machine is coming down and we're going to have a party. Hey, 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 sun machine. Is stop, stop. He does this on my podcast. And we're you gonna have a party. He's tried to do this on multiple podcasts. Yeah, he does, he does this everywhere. Cut his, cut his mic. Cut his mic. I'm surprised you didn't party with the sun machine, huh? Nobody surprised you didn't pick Andrew Lloyd Wright or uh, oh, dude, he had style. He knew how to rock. Or what was the guy who was the music guy? It's right, right. It's right, correct. Or am I thinking (laughs) Andrew Lloyd Webber? I don't know who's the fan of the opera guy, Mister Musicals. Yeah, that's that's gonna be Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Wait, you said okay? I got Frank Lloyd Wright and 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 Webber mixed up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, I mean, nobody nobody knows. Who <laughs> nobody knows. <Yeah. laughs> true. That's unfortunately in our, in our, true. 
Yeah. <laughs> so now we come to the bottom list. And so we're okay. going to do the same thing again. And I'm going to start it off. Uh, the worst person in history, I think. Uh, piece of shit, Hitler. And, okay. you know, the fact that he was on crystal meth probably is one of the few things that saved the world from being completely torn apart. He, all of his terrible decisions at the latter end of the war, his, I mean, it, once I read the book Blitz about his drug abuse, I realized once his drug abuse got worse in like 1943, that's when things started to turn the tide. And when he, he would ignore all of his advisors, he would ignore all of his staff, and he just had went on his drug-addled brain on whatever he thought to do, and it just fucked himself, thankfully. Because uh, he was... They they probably, at least in my opinion, I don't think they would have conquered the world, but I think they would have taken most of Europe and sued for peace. Because America didn't want to really fight in the war, and if they could have got the UK, they probably would have been able to sue for peace with a lot of other people, and the world would look very different. Mm-hmm. So, thank God he was a junkie. Cause yeah, man, just one bad decision, and, yep. well, a lot of bad decisions, yeah. but bad decision yeah. in like June of 1941. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the operation, you don't do Operation Barbosa, the world is completely different. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Learn nothing yeah, yeah. from Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, yeah like don't, you got to get there for winter hits. Yeah. You got to get the gates. Mm-hmm. They got so close. Have you seen where they got to like in Moscow? Yeah. It's, but, yeah. It's in Moscow. It's yeah. Like in the, yeah, like, it's, it's, like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely insane how close yeah. they got, and yeah, and he was high when he he was he was high when he was like, yeah, let's open up a second front on fucking Russia. Never <laughs> 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 call. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, what? Crazy. <laughs> you know, you know who was absolutely pivotal in the defense of Stalingrad. Oh God! Okay, who are we talking about? That's my boy Nikita Khrushchev. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. He was there right. on the front line. Notor- tie, you, Nikita you know? Khrushchev, yeah. notorious eugenicist. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to get a stink off Churchill. At least, not that I know of. At least, perhaps he was. I've, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard it. I haven't, heard, I haven't it heard it. I was. I, I really thought you were just gonna say. Siberian troops. That's all I yeah, a lot, lots of them. <laughs> lots of them. Millions. Siberian. Loads. Ethnically Asian Siberian yep. troops. Yep. <laughs> so, Adam, your first worst. Speaking of said country, um, I'm going number one trigger warning, Karl Marx. Okay. Not necessarily for who he was. I mean, even though he was a lazy piece of shit um, <laughs> that leached off everyone in his, in his sphere of influence, uh, which he absolutely was. Um, but it's just the fact that what he taught led to just millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of deaths. Uh, so basically, without Marx, you may not have Lenin, Stalin, Pol Pot, uh, all of the Kims, Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, um, Kim, Kim Il Sung, Sung, the original, uh, Hugo Chavez, Che Guevara, Castro, Ho Chi Minh, and Mao Zedong. May, think about the body count that all are underneath basically his teaching. Like I said, it's not necessarily if you'd have followed his tenets to the letter, it, that shit shouldn't have happened. So I'm not saying he is the worst person. I'm just saying that's why he's a, a, my bottom five historical figures. It's without him, you may not have had the vast majority of those people. I valid understand point. that, Dick. Yeah, really oh, valid point. I, mean, I actually saw I mean, a really 
really funny thing on Facebook the other day, and it said it was the day that uh, he died, and it said today was the day that uh, Karl Marx gave his greatest greatest contribution to humankind. He died, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Adam would enjoy that. <laughs> But like he was a lazy piece of shit. In he his was, personal, yeah, he, which he is ironic. Where he's going. talking about workers of the world unite, right. dude? You haven't worked your entire life. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he, was a, he had a, he had a, he made a newspaper. <laughs> like, <laughs> he let he somebody else run it. He wrote a couple of articles, uh, and he also didn't write the Communist crazy. Manifesto by himself. Yet the yeah, other guy gets yeah. no credit. And the rumor is he, the other guy did like the heavy lifting, and like the yeah. dude leads off his wife his entire life. We can only hope. Never attempted to get a job. He's like, oh, my ideas are too important for me to, to work. <laughs> Listen, yeah, fuck man, that I guy. feel like you're just describing me. I was like, like yeah. I feel <laughs> a little offended <laughs> over here. Like, come on, man. Let's turn into a personal attack of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, Tough uh, crowd, man. Tough you crowd. Can't be, ideas, you can't be bothered with a real job when you've just got all these ideas bouncing around, man. You know, you got to get them out on the page so they can stop plaguing all the all yeah. of the mental space that you yeah. have. You know, you need to get them out and let them manifest into the world, all right? You can't be bothered. With a job and just these, can't these the quotidian job, travails. You can't a haircut. do it. Can't be None bothered to do any exercise either. He was fat as fuck. Yeah, man. God, man, stop. Not a fan. Let schnitzel. All that schnitzel. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> schnitzel. German. I mean Russia. You know schnitzel with noodles, brown paper. <laughs> Packages. Right. Stokes is dying on the okay. inside. <laughs> I'm not dying on the inside. I'm just like, I don't, do I want to do this? <laughs> like, I want to do this on here. No, I mean, I would just, I would just, all my only argument would be like, if you're gonna start adding up body counts of ideologies, capitalism's not gonna be light no. on that. Not that I'm. Yeah. Like, it's nowhere near oh. communism, though. That's true, mm, but it's nowhere uh, even. Close. I don't know. Nowhere near communism. Not no, even. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, if you I did a know. body count. For how many foreign wars have been caused yeah. that we just like kind of sweep under the rug or you just don't learn about? Now, Mao and just Stalin Mao, definitely Mao, just put, put Mao up and Stalin, the just numbers. Those two, they eclipsed they put up everyone the else combined. They put up a number. Like we're not, nobody's saying they though. didn't put up a number. Yeah. They're the Will Chamberlain of putting up numbers. <laughs> we can go like, it, but we don't like, I'm not as versed on those numbers if you want to go across Africa. And you're going to go like King Leopold's shit, 10 mm -hmm. million. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's 10, 10 years. You can go with in Kenya, they like uh, colonialism, like half the population. So you can go 3 million people there. Like, so Mao's yeah, like I, got over 200 million on his own. Well, how's, wait, who, where's the 200 million number? Come, it's mostly from this. the Great Leap Forward. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but from where? From the Great Mostly from the Great Leap Forward, yeah. It's 24 yes. to 36. Like, That's uh, not a light number. <laughs> Pol Pot like Pol Pot alone yeah. killed up one and a half million from starvation yeah. alone. Yeah. Not like, all the other massive uh murders he does and genocides. Yeah, like, but like I said, that's not, not that's not saying that there's not any of that in <laughs> um the Communist Manifesto. That's why I yeah. want that caveat. It's like this his what he taught didn't necessarily lead directly to mm -hmm. these things. Uh and I think uh, one of y'all's episodes, y'all even make a point is like, look, these people they used this tenant to take over, but they were really kind of just like uh, totalitarians from the beginning. So they used the guise of socialism or communism mm -hmm. to get in power. And then once they got some power, they're like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. So yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm not saying that they were all, none of them even came close to trying to stick with what they should have, but it was a part I of mean, their philosophy. It's a, yeah, 
it's yeah it's a it's a lot it's a it's a long i feel like it's a deeper conversation than like we're still trying to get through these lists big dog but it's, <laughs> 200 million is off that's a let's because i've it's 24 to 36 and then you can add up the individual land reform things you're gonna top you're gonna get to about 50 60 <laughs> like and it's hot that's a lot I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not discounting that. The only thing that beats awesome. out communism for de- uh, body count, in my estimation, uh, is religion. I mean, that's uh, obviously far and away is going to eclipse anything. But I would, I would say, I, I would say, if you start to add up all these bodies, especially in the colonial world, and then you start to add up wars over over just materials and stuff yeah. like that. Capitalism is going to get you. It's going to get you close, closer than yeah. you think. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get you closer than you think. We, we, you've got like isolated incidents, not, okay, I don't want to call them totally That's, isolated incidents yeah. in like China and Russia as the biggest, yeah. the biggest numbers in those two regions alone. But we're talking all of Africa, all of Latin America as well. That's two whole continents. And you have to look World at each one. foreign war at on in each nation and get all their numbers and then add them all up. And I'd say, yeah, I think it's comparable. It's a lot yeah. both ways. Yeah. So Juan, Juan, you're first. Oh, I'm, I'm my first? Yeah. Yeah, it's equally controversial. Uh, Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> Notorious anti-Semite. Okay. Fuck <laughs> Walt Disney. Uh, for so many reasons, not just the pedophilia. Uh, Wait, what? Just the fact of the long stream of horrible movies as a parent I've had to watch over the years. Yeah. Uh, the amount of hate for Walt just grows with every movie. And every song they sing and dance around, i beginning to hate my own children. Uh, and it's all it's all his fucking fault. He's got a whole goddamn channel that I pay for, and I hate every minute of it. Okay. I was stuck in Detroit Children's Receiving Hospital recently for like eight hours. The only thing they played was the Disney Channel. It was like, I don't know if I wanted to touch a kid when I was done or kill myself. It was, it's just he was a horrible person. That's he was he definitely wasn't anti-Semite. I mean, that's pretty uncontroversial. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, you know, I, don't, I, I have no love for Walt. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it was deeply personal. You know, I yeah. Felt that. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Juan brought the hate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joshua, your first worst. Okay, my first is going to be Adam Smith. Oh, <laughs> invisible hand can jerk me no, off. All right. no, this guy. no, 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 I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, okay. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be two for, can I get two people in one? Just like a John, John Locke. People? Go for no, it. No, um, it's going to be Blaze Compare in Moses Shombe. These were two people who kind of worked with like colonial powers mm-hmm. in the African context, Shombe in Congo and Kampare in uh, Burkina Faso. Uh, to under and they both under they undermine different people. Compare undermined Sankara and Shombe undermined Lumumba um, to work to kind of destroy like a national project at the on, at the onset of it. So mm-hmm. you know these people I don't like because they just they sold out. They was working with the feds. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then got the then got the, the yeah. man's killed. You yeah. know what I mean? The, you know? No respect. You guys, it's always your best friend. It's always your best friend. So what I'm telling you guys, Watch Juan, out, Juan. Mark, don't trust, don't trust Adam. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a shirt that says "Love everyone, trust no one." <laughs> so Henry, you're first. I'm I'm looking at John C. Calhoun. 
Okay. Really? Fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's awful. He was, I think, Secretary of War. I know he was in Andrew Jackson's cabinet, mm-hmm. and just if any man idealized or epitomized just the everything that was wrong with not only South Carolina's mentality but just the general South's mentality overall. It's John C. Calhoun. Everything I've read about him, he was cur- he was a curmudgeon. He was stubborn. He was just an asshole, always picking a fight with people. He couldn't even agree with Jackson himself. He, he had the whole nullification crisis. He was in it for himself. And you look at images of John C. Calhoun, and you're like, oh, nobody should give this man power. He looks uncrustable. He's got crazy ass hair, wild ass eyebrows. I would. He's like, yeah, he sucks. I hate him. I hate him. Everything I read about, him, I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy. Of course, Calhoun has a problem with this. <laughs> and your second, my second, is the Dulles brothers. I guess yeah. they can get a, a two for one with John Foster Dulles and Alan Walsh Dulles. They were fuckers as well. They were John Foster Dulles is Secretary of State under Eisenhower, and then Alan Dulles is the leader of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And throughout the fifties, they were just just doing crazy shit. Where like they were responsible for the coup in Iran, the coup in Guatemala. Alan Dulles in particular is responsible for MK Ultra. Just two evil men that are largely responsible for the neo-imperialist bent our government has taken since the 50s. They really kind of like, I don't want to say, they didn't invent it by any means because it was always kind of there. However, they they definitely refined it and brought it into the modern era, if you want to think of it, or their equivalent of the modern era. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Josh, you're second. You said we uh, on the. You said that we could do people who are recent history or yeah. modern day people. Yeah. Also, um, second is going to be MBS. Just just because like this, this this list is in no particular order, but MBS is particularly for me somebody that I just I can't stand. Um, you know the kind of Mohammed bin Salam, mm-hmm. uh, the leader of Saudi Arabia. Um, you know since 2016. They've kind of propagated a war in Yemen that's killed like mm-hmm. eighty four thousand children, mm-hmm. <laughs> like through like blockading and bombing and uh and uh you know with our weapons, but uh, you know and then like cholera outbreaks. So yeah, I just don't like him. So and every, anytime I can tell people about Yemen and the eighty four thousand children that have been murdered there since twenty sixteen. Didn't he greenlight that uh um that the Jamal Khashoggi? Yeah, like we can go on and on with him. But it, like, like he got happened like at his embassy or something like that? In yeah, at the Saudi Arabian embassy, embassy in Istanbul. And he's what like, sucks oh, yeah. is people tout this guy as like, oh he's yeah. he's the he's a secularist or he's he's more mm. he's a, yeah. a refined version. Like, nah, you're no. not paying close enough attention. This guy's no, no. he's bad yeah, news. Saudi Arabia, we don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have fucking time. <laughs> like, like. Cosine, uh, yeah. cosine. Why? Y'all should do an episode about that. Yeah. We, Dude, we, said, who said it's not coming up? There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot that we want to do, a lot we want to do. I, yeah, I will yeah. listen. Juan, you're second. Uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, here's what? why. Nice. Uh, he just gave so many <laughs> people hopes and dreams that you never have. 
<laughs> there's right. now what, like, like us to have a podcast yeah there's like millions of people that think they're gonna get online and be famous and yeah. sorry you're just not good enough uh go and get yeah. a real skill uh while you you're at it, something get a, or get a college degree that's worth a shit uh by the way speaking of this you can go to juan and his wife's uh only fans <laughs> at juan and jasmine on only fans you can find oh that my soon. god <laughs> so uh but seriously like I, all these kids now just walk around with these ideals that they're going to be some kind of a computer celebrity you know yeah. whether it be youtube or tiktok the amount of of uh the level of, of neither which are apple garbage. products <laughs> well i haven't even gotten to that yeah. part yet the the level of mindless garbage that's inspired by this guy's ridiculous and the fact that I have to use this shit because it's the only shit that works makes me angry. <laughs> so, okay. That's well, you have an iPhone? idiot proof of product. That's that's his great shame. Juan, do you have an iPhone? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, they, yeah. That's where you fucked up, Doug. Yeah, it all works together. If you don't, yeah, it's all yeah. there. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> and if I'm, everyone that does podcasts, everyone does this shit, everyone runs Apple editing and stuff. So it's like you're fucked. I had to oh, sell out no. to the man. That's what makes me the most angry. Mm. Mm. See? Over it's here, a, we're a Adobe yeah. gang over here, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Apple products because we're poor. Look at our facial. Look at, look at our hair. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, man. The amount of money that I got to put out for this shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's a lot. Yeah, no, they're fucking, yeah, they're, they're getting you. They're like, oh, you want RAM? Well, that's going to cost you a lot. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> there's an Apple on the back. Yeah, but they have made the like day to day life so much more convenient. Well, in like some ways, yeah. Now convenient. you can get ass in five seconds, but that doesn't mean it made the world a better place. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not I, the the definitely the um, uh, the jury is out on whether all of these different uh, apps and constantly being in connection to your phone is a good thing or not. I think in the long run, uh, the final analysis, it's going to be a no. We're probably worse off, yeah. but. It is. You know, it's crazy entertaining. I also feel you like he brought back a lot of the white greed of the eighties. Like now you're just every like thirty right. something white guys like yeah man like I could be like Wolf of Wall Street. I could be rich. Yeah. You, you already got a head start. Fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wasn't he adopted? Who? Wasn't I'm pretty sure that Steve Jobs was adopted. I don't know. Honestly, it feels you got to fill that void. He's still white. I don't. know What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, like, nice. It's not like he was <laughs> putting like a silver spoon in his mouth. He had kind of a tough upbringing. Plus, he dropped out of college. Like, I mean, he, I'm just saying, I, I'm not. I'm a. If I were to choose Bill Gates or uh, Steve Jobs, I'm going Bill Gates, which not, does shocks nobody. Um, have you seen, yeah, you've have been you sucking Bill his, Gates' uh, dick ever since we brought you onto this podcast. Hey, I'm just saying he could be the next president. <laughs> he was my he's in my honorable mentions, but I was like, no. Have you have I knew you that might be a little uh, controversial, but it's just how I feel. He just cured basically full blown diseases, but well, okay, we're just gonna wipe yeah, all over Yeah, because he creates that. new ones, psycho. Oh my god. Come on, Q, Q, Q. Oh no, just get rid of all the old wealthy people who have paid into the tax system so we can Never mind. Then he truly is a genius. <laughs> um, we couldn't figure out. Have, retirement. You his, uh, have you seen his uh, his deposition 
No. Yeah, he's real like real testy. He's the biggest dick you've Uh, ever seen in your life. On to just like just like no. uh, What do you mean by that? I don't think that's what that word means. It's like yeah, like calm the fuck down. Well, he was a complete (laughs) prick in that. But think about it. He was getting called out. I mean, and they did have some anti uh, uh, anti uh, capitalist behavior. Antitrust. Antitrust. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did do some of that. He would buy out companies that were building out this technology and he would shelve yeah. them so it slowed yeah. down some technical tech, uh, technology advancements but like he was not doing anything illegal and then they're going after this guy like he's a, like an awful person throwing shit at him when he's going in the courthouse I'm like okay did he sl- like did he make technology a bit more expensive or do this or that mm-hmm. sure but he's not a fucking monster and they were you going after him like he's a monster but he is a normal he's a prick. ball gig out in the county dog huh you just you described a normal bar gig, getting shit thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> treated like shit for no reason. That's Ooh. our lives, man. People can go through that. <laughs> yeah, like, you're stronger for it. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, but since then, obviously, yeah, he is ruthless capitalist uh, in a long way. Like if you watch uh, Pirates of Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. like it's a great movie. Uh, it didn't get a whole lot of publicity. It was, came out like I think in either the early 2000s or late 90s. And it shows how, like, he went into to Apple and, like, just stole a bunch of their ideas and just came out with it first. And, yeah, he's a pirate for sure. Um, but he's also had massive amounts of good uh, come out of his his charitable organization. And he's been a force for good since he stepped down, basically, from uh, CEO. Okay. Your second, Adam. Is it Bill Gates? No, no, this is bottom five. This is bottom five. By the way, we didn't do our honorable mentions, which we, I guess we can do that later. Yeah. Um, my number two was Hitler, though. So Okay. Yeah. Steve went over that. So then uh, my uh, second is uh, Joseph Fritzl. Yep. Any, everybody here knows who he is? No Fritzl, no, no. understand. He's still no. alive. He was... Total piece of shit. T- one of the worst... I had a hard time deciding if him or Hitler... And I eventually just picked Hitler because Hitler impacted, made more people suffer. Um, Joseph Fritzl singled out one person, his 18-year-old daughter, built a dungeon under his house and locked her in it for 24 years and raped her almost every day and fathered seven children through her. And then when one of the babies died, he lit it on fire and incinerated it in the basement. Three of his kids with his daughter he took to live with his wife upstairs and the other three stayed in the dungeon until finally one of his grandchildren, I guess you could say, got sick and his daughter convinced uh, him to take them to the hospital and that's where his daughter spilled the beans and he was arrested. This guy was a monster. An absolute Mm -hmm. monster. And he's still alive and that was the one thing. I was like, this dude was just such a monster. Coming out of the gate, German, German. Okay. And actually, I, I, I was doing some research and the prosecutor that's prosecuted him said they found documents and stuff they believe that he was planning on doing this from the time she was like six or seven he had a long-term plan yeah he built the he built the whole like bunker system right yeah he built the whole bunker system himself it took him years but he had been planning it since like 1978 and so then by the time she turned 18 he just like took her down one day and locked her in he had eight locked doors just to get to the room where she was in I bet they had the Disney Channel. <laughs> 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 but 
But yeah, that guy, oh my gosh. Like, I, you look at one picture of him, and I was just like, how could you not think he was a monster? <laughs> it's just, it's insane. And then my third uh, would be Caligula. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> like, obviously, I think Caligula was groomed into what he was. Mm-hmm. But still, that guy was a monster. He just... And, and the fact that he probably had some sort of mental instability from that fever he suffered, because he just kind of snapped after that in the latter part of his life. He was just a monster. Just fucked everything. Including his three sisters. Including his three sisters, and then fucked over Rome. The guy was mm-hmm. just a mess. Not yeah. A, I had him on my list as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, the thing I thought was, I mean, massive purges killed tons of people for stupid like sadistic stupid, reasons yeah uh but he also forced a guy to drink with them after he had literally just killed his, his son one. yeah so i was like that was like major evil so yeah. yeah he's a total piece of shit yeah so adam you're and he ruled for like a, a decent amount of time yeah. for being that crazy yeah he did Caligula was my number four but was... my number three mm-hmm. is pole pot so I mentioned him earlier with all the other people that were um, had ties to communism. But this dude, talk about kind of Caligula in that same vein. Yeah, he would just kill people for super dumb reasons. Yeah, like is this he, you he, wear glasses. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he, he killed people basically for being nerds, or he yeah. perceived them as nerds. Sure. Glasses made him smart, and he didn't feel smart. So he's like, I'm going to kill these guys. Watches. Uh, anyone who married a Vietnamese person killed him on sight. Mm-hmm. Any Westerner would be killed and then burned to ashes on sight. Uh, and he just the Cambodian killing fields. Like he was just a total piece of shit. And he somehow survived to yeah. an old age. He died in like ninety four. Yeah. Like, and he died of a heart attack uh, as he was just finally going to get some justice. But like this guy, for me, the reason he's on the list is he just would kill so indiscriminately for stupid reasons. Uh, yeah. And he's got like a, a whole laundry list of atrocities. Uh, and uh, yeah, total piece of crap. Yeah, but they never talk about the good things that Pope. Yeah. I'm, I'm joking. Hot <laughs> take. I'm joking. Name joking. five. <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah, no, no, there's no... Like <laughs> he lowered the population, so we had to Pol worry about is run away. Yeah, run there's away. no there's no good Pol Pot stories. No, <laughs> like, no. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only thing I was. Yeah, he's the worst <laughs> person I mentioned earlier that was tied to even that like, whole thing. Because even like the, the 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 North Vietnamese Communist Party had to come back and be like, okay, we have to clear Cambodia, <laughs> right? Yeah, because yeah. like <laughs> this can't exist. Like, yeah. The kicking uh, the uh, playing uh, soccer ball with heads. Mm-hmm. That he was the thing. He multiple just, kids. Yeah. Like he would have mm-hmm. his people like throw them against trees. Like yeah. the, ki- yeah. the kids and take yeah. him out. Uh, he's well, he's a piece was, of shit. His thing was not, not not that he like was felt in fear of glasses, but that his thing was like um, the farmer, the peasant is like the ultimate. That's the that's the level we all should be at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then like everybody who's above that needs to yeah. drop back down to that that's level that's right he would kill so, people because they were smart yeah. he's like, we, so like that shouldn't be what we should be striving for should, everybody should be a peasant and we should be a peasant nation yeah so. which is like oh my god and he was in uh, he was in power way longer than he should have been yeah yeah 
But um, come on, then, then you come on. You, get, you need the North Vietnamese come through. Yeah, as heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had the heroes Hot. of that story. Hot not every take. story, but that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you think that uh, the Kims in North Korea are? Uh, are salty that they tried to do their their war and like reunify unify Korea and they couldn't get it done, uh, and then they've been basically a laughing stock for the last fifty years. And then Vietnam's like, yeah, we do it. And then one dude sets himself on fire, and then they reunify it like within a year. It's just all shades of like people. Get, that whole region is all just shades of people getting cucked by Mao. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just how much you got cucked by Mao. Yeah. <laughs> how much you got cucked. That's all. And then, you know, but yeah, North Korea. <laughs> Especially in North Korea's case, yeah. 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 They got, they basically, yeah. There's a, a lot. They got, they got told that they were going to be basically could live off the tit of, of China. And then China's like, ooh, no. South Korea's giving us some good deals right now. So <laughs> we're going to go with them. And like, they yeah. totally got just, fucked. It's a buffer state. It's a buffer state. Just like, yeah. um, mm. let's keep away. <laughs> Juan, you're Luckily, third. we have a leader in power now that's telling him how great his real estate is. He's going to turn this all around. Okay, Adam. Look, man. <laughs> I'm joking. This is a joke. <laughs> this is not a pro-Trump podcast. No, but, this, but this is a pro-Q podcast. Yes. Wow. <laughs> QAnon. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Look. All right. Yeah, Juan. We are going to think about getting on... Um, Charles and uh, Patrick to just have a ridiculous conspiracy theory episode where we just see how, how dumb we can get with it. That'd be but, fun. You should get this Uber driver that I got when I going to the rodeo two years ago. He was he just wanted to tell me about what was going on, about how we're going to indict Barack Obama. You ever see that Hillary movie Clinton, Conspiracy like Theory week. with uh, Mel Gibson? Yeah. That is what those people are like. I feel like people who are like that they can They don't realize they're crazy. No, they and they don't. cannot help but try to share it with everybody. I, I have another, like an emerging theory about the latest craziness. It's almost that extremism, or just general insanity or craziness, is fashionable, or it's a mm-hmm. fad mm-hmm. that you can compensate for not having a personality or not knowing anything just if you get super into conspiracies and believe whatever crazy shit somebody tells you because all of a sudden I don't have to it's conventionally like educate myself I can just believe this crazy shit and all of a sudden people will think I'm both smart and interesting so it's a two for one it's more about identity politics than it is about the truth or as a whatever. country, as a country, we never recovered from the JFK assassination. I don't think we did. No, no. we didn't. No, it just yeah, started still, the wave, man. Yeah, man. yeah, like a. Pff, yeah. Although I will say, Alan Dulles definitely did organize JFK's assassination. Oh, anyone who thinks go that there was one person <laughs> that did the JFK assassination, it just doesn't is not paying attention. Ooh, okay, okay. Ooh. Josh and I butt heads on this one. <laughs> yeah, Wait, you lot. think it's it- a lot? With, let's let's get let's get to one. Let's get through the yeah. Juan, let's get to one. Th- yeah, yeah. Oh, my third Bob Dole. What? Okay. All right, yeah. yeah Bob, I just Bob. hate Bob. Viagra take. Uh, no, no like, I sympathize. Uh, but I just every time he talked, I just wanted him to shut up. Uh, he was one of these people okay. that just was so arrogant. Like I, I'm not talking about his politics, even like just as a person who just came across like this guy has been a dick his whole life. And like I just, like I can't believe he has any kind of power. Why do I have to watch this motherfucker? Like <laughs> just every time, and he would just make these weird claims and shit that just didn't make any sense. 
Like, remember when he saying he created the internet and shit like that? Like, just I thought I thought Al Gore said that. <sighs> okay, so it's Al Gore that I hate. All right. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, what did Bob Dole have? No, you're do? right. No, and you're right. Al Gore. Yeah. Well, they look kind of similar. You really <laughs> the way you were describing him, I was like, wait a second. I was like, I was like, he's getting hot takes here. Just going yeah. after vets right now. I literally went and pulled WWE up Bob Dole. Like, like, did this guy do a bunch of shit that I'm not aware of? Yeah, uh, I was like, just confused as fuck. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, it wasn't even entertaining. Like, at least half the politicians now, it's so fucked up, they're in power. You're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? It's like watching a fucked up reality TV show where this guy would have just gotten no views. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's why I picked him. Okay. Bob Dole slash Al Gore. Al Gore. Slash Al Gore. <laughs> now, fuck them both. They're both boring. Politicians of the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Joshua, you're third. Oh. oh, okay. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Old uh, Hickory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just he just uh, the horrible racist uh, promoted slavery um, was during the time when like slavery rebounded, mm-hmm. was going out of fashion, then became a thing. a renewed thing. Um, Indian removal, which I'm reading yeah. a book about now. Um, yeah, so Ella, you know, just just him, and, uh, and then also personally owning a bunch of slaves, and just I have a, I have a theory about Jacksonian America and about how like a lot of the ills that we've we still suffer to this day uh, were founded in that period. So yeah. he's definitely the predecessor for Trump. Like yeah, uh, yeah. like uh, I'm just gonna say something and back it up with like, well, if you don't believe me, you're a pussy kind of a mentality. Yeah, uh, and. Um, and- in, did not give a shit. Did not give a shit. The aspect of being an outsider and almost being a common man's yeah. president, mm-hmm. because you know he that was the time when they enfranchised but, the, the all all white men. All white uh, men. You don't country. have that property. So, yeah. Yeah. So now he was their president, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the thing. Also, that you call you can technically call that the creation of white menness in this country <laughs> during his his uh, presidency. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, Andrew yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty checkered past to say the yeah, least. For sure. yeah, yeah, he sucks. What else sucks about him is that he just like he fucking is idolized by a lot yeah. of people. It's like, oh, yeah. he was such a badass, and he was like a monster. Like yeah. he this did dope. some good. There are some funny anecdotes about him, sure, but he's still yeah. killed, responsible for a lot of death. First of all, the battle of New Orleans didn't even need to be fought. Right, war was over. Right, fucking war was over, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> But he was a dueling motherfucker. Yeah, Dude I, yeah. Dole, dueled his ass off. It's, like I said, yeah. not doesn't make it more valid. That he was just uh, he was just a really stubborn guy that uh, played up the everyman card and then did a lot of questionable things yeah. uh, with his power. There's one well, questionable putting about, it lightly. You gotta say you get yeah. okay. All right, you got to right, come on now. There's yeah. one thing I remember I remember reading about Jackson. I don't remember what year it was, but there apparently there was some people this is what the people who claim to love Jackson probably don't know about him or I don't know what they think. But anyway, is that there was this whole there was this push for him to like pass a law that would have given favorable treatment to I think a religious sect or some kind of church or been favorable toward Christianity in general. And Andrew Jackson said, I can't do that. The establishment clause of the First Amendment, mm-hmm. our Constitution prohibits this. I'm not going to pass this law that favors this church or this religion, which I commend him for, but that's probably the only thing I'll commend him for. 
Everything else is just slavery and, just and Native bullshit. American blood. Yeah, <laughs> Every, that's what everything else is covered in that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, his so. supporters were the founder of the Democratic Party. That is a historic yeah. fact. Yeah, Part, parties change. Yeah, right. they, they did. <laughs> like, yeah, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, the Dixiecrats were real woke. Dixiecrats they were real woke. They were super woke <laughs> on the racist side of the bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So Henry, your next one. I'm gonna go um, King Henry the Eighth. Nice. Just a, just a weak man. Just because of that just, song. Just, Frail boy. Just for the, a, for the beheadings and the blaming the uh, beheadings, multiple women yeah. for not for being able like to give him a son. It's it's just weak man petty bullshit. Yep. Men who shouldn't be in power type. Like I'm gonna kill all my wives because they don't give me Beta male heirs. Male. Beta male. Yeah, yeah. For, for fucking sure. He's just over here like, all right, I want to divorce you. The church says that I can't get a divorce. We can't think of not having to learn Latin. Church. Like, okay, dude, but like, you're just going to, I don't know. I don't know what that man thinks, but it's just, the, it's this ongoing cycle of. One of the most selfish, uh, yeah. famous historical figures that you can think of. And just like on the surface, like not even trying to hide it selfish. Um, for sure. Why is that the King Henry the that we remember? I mean, if he was the eighth, there were at least it, seven more. History but loves a monster. Hits the, he hits the tabloid headlines because he was the craziest, and it's like yeah. okay, you got a bad whatever. name, big dog. It's I wasn't named name. after him. I wasn't named <laughs> after. Him. Yeah. I, I, I disavow King Henry. The I was eighth, there. Right? I know. I know. What, I know what you're named after. I'm more about the fifth. <laughs> His middle name is Tudor. I'm like, wait a second. What's going on here? And your next one, your your fifth. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fourth. Sorry, Henry Kissinger. Ah, Just for okay. the same 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 reason as the Dulles brothers, he kind of inherited that mantle of interventionism and warring for no good reason and just one of nixon's cronies nixon was on here too but i just figured like kissing her was worse you know i just don't like him just a shady still, he's still fuck, around you know but a great like a great liar you mm-hmm. know what i mean able I, I sometimes i wonder if maybe you just get addicted to feeling like the the feeling like a sophist and just being like i can lie my way out of anything i'm so good at this and then you don't even believe the things that you claim to you're just like i'm just a great liar and wrapped up in this web that i can't get out of because it would it would require too much yeah i mean the guy who clearly was addicted to power yeah and would say or do anything that he thought that that the leader he was speaking in the era of at that time wanted to hear and yeah. he, it was all off of conspiracies and it was all yeah. if we don't do this then this is going to be it happen like that's a, one of the potential things that could happen how the fuck do you but, know dude exactly yeah. you don't have a crystal ball Mm-mm. he's yeah. still alive and he did like a you ever watch monk debates they're no. excellent there's, there's this Canadian um, charity that does debates uh, once twice a year they're all on YouTube but they'll have like big names will come out and debate different topics and he did one like is china uh gonna be the next the next uh hegemonic superpower uh, to take over america he was like the con side but um that dude's still debating and it was like maybe five years ago six years ago and he's old as fuck i bet i was gonna say he must be at this point notorious dick slinger too dude well like lbj style or no no no, not that style that's okay that's a whole nother thing. But no, the guy was this guy was fucking all the time. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. 
He wasn't no jumbo. No. That's LBJ's uh, nickname for his own dick. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> massive. Heard, they heard. Yeah, proud Texas right. State alumni. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Eat him up. Okay. Only yeah, Texas school president. That was, a, that was a gun. That wasn't even. No, wait, that's the guns like oh, that. That's oh. Texas Tech. This is Texas State. Really? Wow. Put some respect okay. on my school's name, Josh. Doesn't I don't give a shit if you went to SEC school. Go fuck SEC. yourself. <laughs> M I Z SEC SEC East baby. Come on. Um, no. Uh, for me, uh, it's gonna be my. First, I think my fourth is Lee Atwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just Total like, piece of shit. It, just, uh, he was the guy who did the whole, who had like, who was like kind of the strategist for Ronald Reagan and stuff like that in 1980 and was a part of this whole thing. It's not only him, but it's kind of this whole wave of people who are like, Steve Bannon. Uh, you're not going to say, we don't, you can't say the N word anymore. So you just say welfare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, just say, you just say, like, you know, kind of coding these words. And in in making the kind of very racialized language and kind of picking picking up, and that's how we're going to get elected. Instead of like, you know, at, uh, instead of like just going on your principles of like, if you're a Republican or you believe in small government, you know, kind of arguing on that for your own thing, um, you know. He brought yeah. like vicious bunsling back into like popular yeah. culture, yeah. And, yeah. And, think, and was successful like with still, it, so it, yeah. it normalized it. Yeah. And I feel like that's still something we haven't really gotten over. Yeah, Roger Stone, uh, yeah. Steve Bannon, direct descendants of the of yeah. Atwater, and he was a sleazy motherfucker too. Yeah. We don't. We just oh don't. Oh my say god! <laughs> god, he was scumbag. Juan, he cool. had a, he died some like horrific, like cancer, cancer. Yeah. death. Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer yeah. guy. Look, man, but yeah, yeah, live in, live to, live, was, was too successful, which is we're the lesser for it. I feel like. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. I, that, all of yeah. a political discourse, uh, not just in America, uh, around the world, because once they saw that ha- working and be yeah. successful, yeah. Uh-huh. that brought that back to the fore, and it's like that's a terrible thing. Yeah. Your fourth one. Uh, my fourth, and I think everyone is still alive, uh, the Kardashians. <laughs> wow. I've never been so embarrassed to be alive at a time when something like this can oh. be what it is. Uh, again, <laughs> it gives all Americans hopes and dreams of doing is- nothing and becoming rich. Yeah, I will say, wanted, I don't think we'd have Trump without Kardashians. Juan is taking that breaths. Up. I will In say that. Talk. <laughs> like, yo, he's really, this is something he feels. He's looking away from camera. Oh, he's just breathing. The, the, the stain yeah. I have for this entire operation. I'm kind of on board with this pick. Is, yeah, uh, I am too. Just, it really just, unfortunately, if it's really like a mirror of society, it just makes you wonder what is going to be next. You know what I mean? Look, like, you're not surprised anymore when crazy stuff happens. When crazy people do nothing and become something for nothing. Or they buy their way into it. Or they, it's really giving, I think, younger generations a false sense of reality. And they, they think this could be them. I can do nothing and be walk around in Versace all day. Like, it's fucking stupid. And so, yeah, as a general mark in history, I hate the entire family. Um, I, I'll think, uh, I, I would say I've definitely come off like, uh, my reaction to Adam, uh, was talking about talking about Marx or kind of, uh, Ho Chi Minh, the Ho Chi Minh stuff earlier. 
Um, I think we come off as a very like a leftist person, but I can appreciate a good capitalist. And Chris Jenner <laughs> oh my God. is a fucking oh my God, she's a businesswoman. Like I will yeah, give her, her daughter that she pimped them out. Like it's I will fucking, give her it's, that. It's, she's a boss. It's a boss. She's made it's knows boss. how to make money. I can appreciate so a good that. I can that I can respect. I can appreciate. And I won't <laughs> yeah, that, say anything about it's. Just, it's yeah, just yeah. the markability of what they are. What it tells women. It, I think it's totally detrimental to the entire movement. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, they disgust me pretty much. So I mean, I but also seen... same, same thing with uh, supply demand. Yeah. There and that's was demand. Scary. They were the yeah, supply. Yeah. They, yeah. they got money you from gotta, it. I mean, fuck it. Him, Didn't y'all come out against capitalism billion. multiple times earlier? And you're going to say supply and demand? Unchecked. Unchecked. Oh, no. Yeah. Unregulated oh. capitalism. Oh, big dog. Oh, big you dog. can't regulate that ass. Oh, big dog, we're a little bit left to center over here. That's all yeah. we got. <laughs> like, like. Yeah, I was listening to y'all's latest podcast, and like, whenever you're like, all right, so are we, are we communists? I was like, oh, God, what are they going to say? Yeah, but in their defense, you listen to the episode, neither one of them came out as full fledged uh, I mean, communists. So that's not good yet, news. big dog. Not yet. Yeah, that was, yeah. Not we're yet. Gonna these <laughs> we're going to try these reforms. Try these reforms these reforms we're going to try these reforms. Reforms don't work. I haven't been in reform. Next comes revolutionary. <laughs> now we're going to be in the. the you don't reform like when you're the incumbent? No, man. Maybe, maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Maybe you do. Maybe we have to. <laughs> I don't know. So, you know. Adam, yeah, you're for uh, my fourth was Caligula. Oh, okay. We already went over that. Mm-hmm. So then, my fourth is uh, Catherine Radliff. Hey, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Radliff's the same. No, I'm Everyone kidding. Knows I'm that. completely <laughs> kidding. Uh, Who is this white woman y'all speak of? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Albert Mom. Fish. Oh, oh damn. yeah. Yeah. Everybody here know who Albert Fish was? I don't. I don't know who Albert Fish. I'm Albert kind Fish, of an expert. Sadly. The gray man. Sick. Spill the beans, Juan. Since you're uh, the expert. Okay. Yeah. In a nutshell, Albert Fish is probably the most grotesque of all American serial killers. He mm-hmm. uh, consumed children, mm-hmm. and then he and one of the when he finally got caught, it was this uh, girl. I can't remember her first name. Last name was Bud, and uh, he ended up writing the mother a letter explaining eating her and how she tasted in the oven of the admitter. I mean, it was really graphic and it became just like a really, uh, anyways, he got caught because of that letter and, uh, rightfully so, but he was a monster, just the absolute bottom of society at a time when he took advantage of, you know, everyone and everything. It's a very sick person. Matter of fact, they list, there's like, I think 30 different psychological disorders that they attribute to studying him. He was yeah. the guy that mm. shoved needles in his groin and all that. No, and you see straight like, up his taint. Yeah. Wow. And there was yeah. like 30 of them in his body when they x-rayed when he, you know, after he was uh, killed. But yeah. Monster. Yeah. And then my final. Also and- the original catfish. Okay. <laughs> he, used to write, he used to write personal ads to people. Yep. Uh, thing he was a Hollywood producer. <laughs> he did. And would get it. Yeah. So catfishing people from the beginning. It is a separate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you, um, I've I listened to some true crime podcasts. What like cooking a body, a human being is actually incredibly, we're incredibly fatty. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just fat. Yeah. Like it's just, you have to, you have to, you have to like drain like a gallon of fat off a human body. Yeah. So, 
Not good eating. No. Not good eating. <laughs> but do you, want, do you want your steak with no marbling? Yeah. No, wait, I don't I don't want children marble. Yeah. Well, fair. Yeah, fair yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can all agree on that. We can get yeah. on board yeah. with that. <laughs> That's unanimous. Or yeah. human marble. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And my fifth, like I said, this was in no particular order, but this person is a true, complete stain on the human race. One of the worst pieces of human garbage ever to come across this planet. Fred Durst. Ruined oh, music. Oh you, you were going there. Ruined music. <laughs> ruined pop culture. Okay. Horrible piece of shit. Fuck Fred Durst. Long live Fred. <laughs> Still alive, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's his body right. count might not be very high, but his ear count is oh, fucking it's, it's all time. Yeah, yeah, but that vagina count is probably pretty amazing too. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to think about that. Okay, like that. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nobody need that image. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam, it speaks for itself. Your fifth, my fifth, also all time terrible piece of shit, uh, pretty in- unredeemable character. Uh, is Genghis Khan killed his brother just for not giving sharing his food with him killed anyone who was like taller than him for a long time he finally snapped out of that but like 90 people he killed for being taller than him Uh, exterminated like uh, 1.7 million people uh, for no like just not just conquering he was like scorched earth like killed everybody um and he also like was the most notorious rapist in the history of, of the world and nobody could ever catch up. Like a huge portion of the world is directly uh, a descendant of uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah. Like they have his blood in their, like, their family tree because he f- raped that many women. So like, that's like, I don't know how you top that. Um, but yeah, just a total piece of shit. Bloodthirsty to the nth degree. Um, he did have some like... Some stuff similar to, to um, uh, Cyrus the Great, which where he would allow some normalcy if you bent the knee, uh, but still, still a totally, like mountains of skulls. You would build mountains of uh, chopped off heads, like all the time. Yeah. Not to mention, he started the Black Plague. He was the first chemical warfare guy. So these people that had this disease, yeah. and they're like, oh, "All right, well, this place where they're sieging." Isn't given up. We'll launch these diseased bodies over to them, and that they think that that directly led to the Black Plague. Yeah, I think it's it's Kaza. I think I don't know because I'm thinking of like Kazakhstan. It's like where the fucking Crimea is right now. Yeah, it's a city in Crimea. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they I don't remember sieging. the name of the city, but it was that. There area. were these Geno Kaffa. Kaffa is the name. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Sounds right. So yeah, completely. I don't think that anyone who has a nice thing to say about Genghis, no, I, it would blow my mind. No, but I was was about. I'm sorry, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why he did explode the horse population? I guess he got yeah, that going for him. That's true. Killed well, a lot of people with glasses. I'm good on. I like that. <laughs> what? He because of, yeah because of him I can't remember like there was one like huge civilization um, that was could have taken over for Rome basically right. but because they had to deal with freaking Genghis they got screwed all right I mean, there's somebody there's some big thing in history that was completely jacked up because they had to keep constantly dealing with 
Genghis Khan like raiding into their shit. Thanks for bringing and, the uh, facts, Adam, and the, the name. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, great. Thank you. Some, sorry, some empire. Sorry, some I didn't read well. one uh, Roosevelt book yeah. to, for my research. Wow. <laughs> one, you're fit. And listen to Time Suck. <laughs> and, uh, show this. It might be how they do in Hollywood. In uh, some realms, but let me explain. Uh, my fifth is Donald Trump. Uh, not necessarily related to the politics because that's all a mess and I don't even follow that shit. But I really feel like he just. <laughs> I feel like he fucked up all the hard work white men did for like 50 years. <laughs> we can't catch a and break. Now, God damn it. And now Whitey's just right back out front what he is. And it's like, damn, nothing's changed. And I just feel like he's really not helping any kind of. Uh, what, what, I, there's no way to really diffuse America right now with someone that white in the, in the Oval Office. I know it sounds crazy, but it's just sometimes it's not just what everyone does. It's like that underlying tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the way that he's just comically put together, it makes you feel like any SNL character could become the president. It, it gives you this weird hope that, like, you're just waiting for the next entertainment piece. And it almost makes... he. I feel like it's really... He's a detriment because it makes politics so humorous that people just don't oh, take oh, it serious. I don't serious. know if I go humorous. Well, I, I, mean, I, I the hate the fact that, that he's like, turned everything into politics. Now everything in the world is politics. I'm like, why? Right. I'm tired of thinking about politics. I'm tired of talking about politics. And it's no wonder yeah. now that people just feel like, fuck it, or it's all a joke. Like, how does this happen? Oh. That's what, that's the air it gives off to me, and that's why I just feel like it, it's not helping history at all. Do you think that people thought about this about Andrew Jackson back in the day? I mean, obviously not the huge portion that feels that way about Trump now. I feel like he's an entirely different phenomenon. If like there's a lot of correlations. Be a term, well, I, yeah, I there's there, there's similarities, but mm-hmm. as far was, as like part of his Trump's emergence, I just say yeah. it real quick of is like the emergence of new technology and his ability mm-hmm. to kind of rise yeah. with social media. So they're they are comparable in essence, but mm-hmm. there's a wrench thrown in. Well, and that tied with celebrity culture in general, celebrity culture worship, which ties into the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. like right. well, that's all we cared about was. You know what the celebrities are doing. Why does that matter so much? It makes no sense to me. Unless they're comics, in which case it's completely deserved. I just, I just always also feel like it's uh, it's always an international like component to everything. Yeah, and we're just at a state of of capitalism or or neoliberalism, whatever you want to call it, where it's just like there's a lot of these similar kind of people coming to Duarte. In the Philippines, Bolsonaro in Brazil, Modi in India, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, where or the guy in Hungary, um, yeah, nationalism's big time on the rise. Yeah, n- nationalism er- er- is big right now. Erdo- Erdogan in Turkey. Erdogan. It's gonna take. It's gonna take at least two thousand white savior movies to get white men back to where. <laughs> There's gonna have to be so many white. Michelle Pfeiffer's too old. Teams. She can't do that many more. They're gonna, they're gonna have to take so many white coaches at a at a, at a bad inner city high school. Yeah. <laughs> so many, so many, so many films. <laughs> Can we get Sandra Bullock out of retirement? Oh my god! We're gonna just save so many young black men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the screen. So many. Uh, Joshua, oh, you're fifth. 
Oh, you know, I mean, I guess, yeah, my mine is going to be uh current one. It's going to be Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, and I mean, I hate on the I turtle. Mean, yeah, me and me and Henry don't. We have like similar things, but he's a little bit different than I am. And I, I, I for my political program. <laughs> <laughs> the shit I draw up in my mind, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's it's what he has done to the court. Just <laughs> alone, yeah, yeah. Like just shoulder, kind of. <laughs> like I don't know. What to, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of. It's gonna be a while, or it's gonna have to do like something dramatic. So now I get, now I have to go into the mountains and become Maoist. <laughs> now I have to do that. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, no, Mitch yeah, McConnell. McConnell for me. Yeah. All right, uh, Henry, you're fifth in the final take tonight. I, I, uh, I'm a Fidel Castro. Okay, he's, I'm not a fan. Like, I mean, I guess he's just he's emblematic of somebody who came in with good intentions mm-hmm. or good enough intentions, came into power. Early Castro, I kind of fuck with, and they didn't even really know if he was communist. Like there were there were some people, some other agents in Cuba who like cabled over to Russia saying like, hey, we don't know if this Castro guy is a threat or not. We don't think he's a communist. And it wasn't until later that he started to adopt those principles. Mm-hmm. And then he did some good stuff like in the 60s, but you and not even reading, not even across the board. But then you get into like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. I read his autobiography and I was just struck by how much I learned later and just what a massive egotist and and liar he was. And he almost like held the country hostage Mm -hmm. for however long. And just that sort of like, I don't like his attitude. Like, I know he's sort of got this like lion-esque feel about him. To where he's like, you know, very charismatic and everybody's enraptured with him sometimes. But that sort of like whenever whenever those um, like migration crises would or crises would flare up, he would he's always just had this very nonchalant like, okay, leave, leave. And I I just don't that's not what a leader does, you know. Right. So fuck him. Well, I'd rather a leader be like, all right, leave. This is like you can't leave. I will detain you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but it's just the, the nonchalance of like, leave. You're free to go. Like you're embarrassing yourself, I would say. Mm-hmm. How long do you think till like? So it's already like I know Obama when he was office was trying to normalize relations with Cuba. Hey, we don't need to go into that. Never mind. I was like, gonna go, like, how long do you think that till they're like back in the the world fold after he's dead? You know, they obviously. Do, keep, do you want to do this combo or you want to do JFK combo? Yeah. <laughs> Those are yeah, two full uh, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Did have anyone have any honorable mentions for top five or bottom five? Uh, top five for me, honorable mention would be two, two, but they're they're both units, uh, black African American units, one from World War One. Uh, 369th Infantry Regiment, the Harlem Hellfighters, mm-hmm. uh, fought at Verdun. Um, uh, won the French like designated uh, unit medal because um, the Americans didn't want them fighting with them. And then they like they were from Harlem, they're from New York, and they got sent over to like the French unit to like kind of act as like reinforcements for them. Um, served with honor, and then the three uh, the 761st Tank Battalion. 
um, uh, the Black Panthers. Um, and they were, is that, is that where that comes old. from? I don't know, but that's, it's, it's, a, it was like, it was them. It was the Black Panthers and the Tuskegee Airmen. Mm-hmm. were like the most two popular units of World War II. So I would think that that's where that, that comes yeah. from. Did the Dulles um, brothers have anything to do with Tuskegee? I would imagine they, that seems right probably, up the alley. They probably knew about it. I don't, I, I didn't find anything that said definitively that they did, but probably. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Juan, any honorable mentions? No. <laughs> <laughs> Juan, bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he got it done. And he yeah. had some good answers, some really yeah, good answers. I still yeah, want to yeah. know who wrote your top five, because that was way exactly. too thoughtful for you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was was solid, that was a solid five minutes of my day. <laughs> so Josh and, card, Josh and Henry, before we wrap up, do you have any... Uh, uh, obviously, I want to give you a chance to plug your show. And do you have any upcoming shows? And a, um, do you have any uh, social media you want to shout out? Uh, so for our social media, um, you can find the podcast um, on Instagram at Hartford History, on Facebook at Hartford History, on Twitter at HFH Podcast, on YouTube at Hartford History. Hartford History. Um, yeah, we're all over the place. My social media, Joshua B. Stokes on Instagram and Twitter. That's Joshua B. Stokes mm-hmm. and Joshua Stokes on Facebook. Uh, yeah, Henry. I'm at Henry Price on Instagram and just Henry Price on Facebook. We release episodes every Wednesday. Tomorrow we've got one coming out that we recorded, and it's a, it's a rough hey. one. It's it's a it's about what Hiroshima was like immediately after okay. the atom bomb was dropped. Mm-hmm. It's very gruesome and not very funny because we couldn't. It's not very we funny. Couldn't, we you can't couldn't really make, make any of, jokes about that funny, no. how yeah, many about songs it, did you break into during this episode? You none. Monster. There was no none. no merriment of, to be had. All right, it was yeah. rough. And then I'll I'll give a sneak. A sneak peek, I guess. We're about to launch into our next package yeah. with the American frontier and the Ooh. West. Ah, and uh, okay. we're going to do a particular focus on like the the U.S. indigenous struggle or the native struggle. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got like seven. Going light with it. <laughs> Going real yeah, light. <laughs> we got like seven no. different figures that we're looking at. I'm going to do a two-hour podcast about how... Uh, the West is just land reform, and mm. that Mao didn't mm-hmm. do anything wrong. Oh, yeah, manifest destiny is the original yeah, land, land redistribution. Just, all right, that's all it all came to fruition. <laughs> Who came up with that manifest destiny? It was a president, right? John O'Sullivan in December 27th, 1945, is the first time the phrase was coined in the Democratic Review. Oh, did well, he was, he just, was, some yeah. bump, just some bump? So it was all some revisionist history. What manifest destiny? The the phrase anyway. Kinda, yeah. I think he was looking back at, but there's like there's always been a a I don't want to say an imperialist streak, but an expansionist yeah. bent in U.S. mindset, and that's kind of like rooted in religion and that. You know the early Puritans viewed themselves as like the new Israelites or whatever, mm-hmm. and that they were this the the chapel on the hill or what a church on a hill, steeple on a hill, whatever. Where it's like we need to set beacon the model on a hill. for the world. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, Shining beacon. Natives aren't using that land. We need to expand and become the new model for the new age. 
What, what are, one of the favorite things of reading in this book right now about Indian removal um, is just when uh, there's a lot of propaganda being put out into like newspapers. Like, man, Indians are just like they're going through a lot. They can't be in contact. We need to ship them away so because their contact with us is detrimental to them. And then there's like there's some Native American tribes that are like thriving, and they're just like, what yeah. the fuck are y'all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all talking about? I own I'm, slaves. I literally live next to you. Yeah, we both live in Alabama. <laughs> I'm your like, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you borrowed my sugar the other day, man. <laughs> it's just like a, a early uses of propaganda to like kick people out of their homes and stuff. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Can learn a lot about a lot of people you probably don't know a whole lot about. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I appreciate about appreciate about y'all's podcast. Because when y'all first were talking about doing it, I was like, oh, you're going to do all these people in the first. Like I was like naming off. Uh, historical figures that everyone's done podcasts on and like no we're gonna do we're gonna do some lesser known people and at first i was a little like hesitant like is anyone gonna be interested in this and then i listened to the episode <laughs> was that <laughs> they aren't no they aren't in well i enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. people people listen we're yeah. good. we have we have people listen to our podcast yeah. <laughs> well i certainly enjoyed having you on for sure yeah thank you guys yeah. again for having us for sure I enjoyed you, Juan. I enjoyed oh, boy, you, Mark. <laughs> and we, man, when, yeah. when I get hey. the chance, you're going to work in the fields, big dog. Well, let's, <laughs> just say, let's just say it's a good thing that the comedy is basically canceled right now. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I am, no, On I am, site, I he's coming after me. No. no, man. I, yeah, I, I hope to see you out when, when we start coming out. I hope when I start coming out. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still in the house. <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit crowds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's been All tough right. in these streets. Yeah. Well, Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys, okay. and thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for having Bye. us. Bye. Thank you. A recording of you somewhere of you choking on that Viagra. Oh my god, <laughs> where did that happen? Did that happen here? Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> I just wish I had been the video of that. <laughs> That's commercial worthy because you were top, you were topless, and it made it even worse. <laughs> I think men I- say shirtless. Well, Juan has got, topless. Yeah, Juan has got topless. some serious like titties, so I say topless. <laughs> oh, poor guy.